hate the world today You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change Tried to tell you, but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath Innocent and sweet Yesterday I cried You must have been relieved to see the softer side can understand how you'd be so confused I don't envy you I'm a little bit of everything I'll roll into one I'm a bitch, I'm a lover I'm a child, I'm a mother I'm a sinner, I'm a saint I do not feel ashamed I'm your hell, I'm your dream I'm nothing in between You know you wouldn't want it any other way Take me as I am This may mean you'll have to be a stronger man Rest assured that when I start to make you nervous And I'm going to extremes Tomorrow I will change And today won't mean a thing I'm a bitch, I'm a
Trust him. He's got your back. He knows what your day looks like tomorrow, and he even knows where you're going to be at in I 15 do. years yeah. because he has it all planned for you. I do. He's got every minute planned Everyone. for you, I and sure you do. need to trust that. And it's going to bring you so much peace. All those questions, you're going to be like, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I got it. Good morning, ass family. It is Friday. Friday. Look at that. You have made it to the first day of December. 
Christmas is only 24 days away. We only have 30 days left in 2023. Oh, my God. But it's Friday. Friday, you got the weekend in front of you. Well, I tell you right now, I am going to be parked in front of the television tomorrow. Not like that's different than any other day. Before Braddy Kid could say that. Longhorn game early. Like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I don't know, 11 o'clock. Then I got the SEC championship, Alabama, Georgia. And then I got to watch, I got to keep an eye on the Louisville-Florida State game. Holy shit, it's going to be a busy day tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. Got the steak marinating, getting ready. Steak and potato, 11 a.m., probably about 10 a.m because I want to have a big old fat dip in by the time the show the, the game starts. So that's tomorrow. But we, we got so much to get to. I got to tell you, ass family, when I'm wrong about something, I, I, I fully admit it. And I admit I was wrong about the debate last night. After I get to the good mornings, we are going to cover the debate between good old Ronnie DeSantis from Florida and Gavi Newsom from California, and how solid fucking gold it was. I think it, I watched it mainly after I watched the Cowboys game, and by the way, uh, just real quick. Uh, how about them Cowboys? There you go. There you go. That was, that was too close. Too close against a shitty team. Come on now. Uh, but I watched that debate, and holy shit, is it good. Oh, and I've got some highlights from it. But we will get to all that. We've got to say the good mornings. It's Friday. Come on, let's start it out. Hockey player, first one here. Says, happy Friday, ass family. Morning, Arnie. Let's get the weekend started. Indeed, let us get that weekend started. Donald. Day's never finished. Master got me working. Someday master set me free. Good morning to you, my friend, Darren. Please be a fart. Good morning, ass family. Happy Friday, Dr. St. States. It worked last week, so I'll say it again. Texas by 50. Oh, at least. At least by 50 tomorrow. Come on now, Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Says, good morning, ass family. Been snowing like a sumbitch here all night. Ten minutes left to go, and it's my weekend. Yeehaw. Well, yeehaw. Good morning, Pops. Becca. Becca. Derek, good morning. Becca. Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Well, thank God of that. Amen to that. I hope that you have a great weekend. I know that you're going to be spending time with your new granddaughter, Truck James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Arnie, I'll be rooting for your Longhorns this weekend, even though I'm a USC fan. And I know, I know, you can't spell suck without USC. See, I don't even have to do it anymore. It's ingrained. It's ingrained. Uh, Trucker James, I hope, man, Trucker James, look, look, I, I hate USC. I do hate them. But I admit, it's better for college football when they're good. Um, what happened? What happened this year? I mean, you had the Heisman Trophy quarterback from last year, Lincoln Riley. What happened? Oh, my God. There she is. Oh, my lucky the one, uh, the only, bratty kid is in the house. Keep my name out your fucking mouth. 
I'm sorry about that. What? You were having a day. Says, wow, you're early. Morning. My walk-up song. Yeah, I figured I figured you might like that this morning. So I hope that you're doing good. Truman Show. We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. That's very, very white of you, my friend. Uh, says, morning ass. Let's party. Yes, let's party. Gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says, good Friday morning ass. Gold. I listened to your tip about poaching eggs. I had a couple of... Uh, I had a, a, a couple of egg bis- biscuit, egg sandwiches, and cheese with fried bologna on it this morning. That was breakfast. Uh, one piece of bologna cut in half, piece of cheese, two poached eggs on a biscuit. Whoo, daddy. And I, uh, oh, I, I cooked them long time in lower heat. Middles were hard. It was perfect. It was like a McDonald's egg on toast. Or Egg McMuffin. So, thank you, Gold. I appreciate that, my man. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Hope you're doing good today, Fred. Uh, Christine! Christine! 16! Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's freaking Friday. I know, and you have to spend the whole weekend with your kids. I mean, I, I, Victor, you're a good kid. I, I, I'm just messing with you, Victor. Eric! Woke up quick! At about noon, just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Says, I'm so bummed because I have to be at Fort Knox all next week and we'll miss the live show. Well, if uh, if you're going to be at Fort Knox and you got a couple of, you know, empty gold bars that you you don't want to mind, I'll take that for Christmas, my friend. Colin! Grab his dick and twist it! Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist! (laughs) Says, morning ass peeps. Now, look here. I am supposed to be receiving the Dusty Roads book today. And I'm, I'm trying to put together um, the last week of shows for the year because I'm going to take the last week from Christmas Day till New Year's, I'm going to take off. Just recharge the engine. Just taking time because I know that the listenership will be way, way down then because everybody will be on the road. They'll be traveling. They'll be doing all that stuff. So I, I, I take that week, just kind of go. <sighs> but the week leading up to that, Boy, do I have some... We're going to have to have a, a, a Mount Rushmore. I know we're going to do that. I know that V Coop is going to be calling in, and we're going to be doing our predictions for 2024. We know, I already know I'm doing that on the Friday. Um, I believe Christopher and I will talk some at, at some point that week about movies of the year that we liked. Because I watched one again last night. It was on, like, during halftime of the Cowboy game. Sisu. I think my favorite two movies this year was Sisu and, and Cocaine Bear. Those movies were awesome. Until Iron Claw comes out, and, and then that'll be the greatest movie of all time. But then that last week, that last week, I'm going to read. I'm going to see how many chapters are in this book. We're going to do the reading of the Dusty Rhodes book that week. And, yes, in Dusty Rhodes' voice. Thanks to Colin. I can't wait. Jameson, my man, I hope you're doing good, buddy. DNA! Have you seen my wiener? No. Good morning, Arnie and Ash family. Congrats to your Cowboys. What a game. It shouldn't have been. Defense played like shit. We can't score in the goddamn red zone to save anything. Uh, Hello, yes, you're on the show. Hey, it's me. What number is this? Don't worry about my number. Okay. Um, it's my work number. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I thought you were done doing good morning, so I'm sorry. But no. did you tell everybody your announcement that you're going to be a dad? No, no. I, I was going to get to that. I was, gonna, I, But since you broke it out here, uh, the bratty one who's on the phone right Bye. now. Oh, she's hanging up. She made some announcement yesterday about getting a, a baked potato or something, and everybody's thinking that, that she, she, ain't, she ain't pregnant. No. No, the spawn ain't pregnant. No, we're getting a new dog. We are replacing the – we're not replacing. We're, we're getting a second dog to go along with Bubba the, the hound. Uh, we're getting another corgi. She's getting a corgi. She loves corgis and had one forever, and uh, it passed away last year, and now she's ready for a new one. So we'll be getting a corgi in March. So that was the big news yesterday. Uh, Panda. Oh, I love trash. Says, morning, ass family. Let's Friday. Let's go. Let's do that thing. Us trash pandas, please. Amen. Three feet apart. Come on, people. Stink fist. Says, good morning, ass. Thank God the Cowboys won last night. I told my wife, take them in the survivor pool. All night we wouldn't shut up and she wouldn't have listened to me. I went to bed before the game was over just to get away. Yeah, it was that night was a last night's game was far, far too close. I, I didn't care for that at all. Roll Rhino! It's t-shirt time? Oh man. All kind of t-shirts on. Holy it's shit. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Wow. Today's t-shirt. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts on. See, this is the cool thing about Rhino. Rhino would make a great chick at a bar because he never says no. That's the best part about Rhino is that I find these these pictures and these things, and I go, hey, can you make this a shirt? And he's like, yes, no problem. He's never said no. He's the perfect one-night stand. Today's T-shirt, I don't even remember where I saw it, but I saw it, and I was like, oh, I have to have that. It's a cartoon of one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the fabulous Freebirds. Now, I wore it today. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to take it. I'm going to wash it this weekend and get it ready because I believe this is going to be worn to the premiere of the Iron Claw, either this or a Von Erich shirt. I don't know yet, but I'm so pumped. And I couldn't have done it without 4T5Printing.com, the best T-shirt. Uh, look, look, I've got a closet full of t I had to go out and buy new hangers. And I know I got a new T-shirt coming on Monday. Can't wait for that. Couldn't do it without Maga Rhino. Couldn't do it at all. 4T5Printing.com. He and Jesse Jamie, yellow and purple hats. Just to let you know. Uh, but if you need anything for Christmas, they're the place to go. Safety guy in the house. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Uh, says, fuck yeah, Friday. Woo, fucking cold today. <laughs> Douglas says, fuck it, cold today. Douglas. Screw your freedom. Happy Friday, everyone. Safety Guy says your added effects makes this song awesome. Well, thank you, Freedom Girl. Says, good morning, Arnie and the beautiful ass family. Headed to Disneyland on Sunday. Keep me in your prayers. Hoping I don't have to unleash on anyone shitting in line or running around naked. Have a great Friday. Oh, if you eat, look, Freedom Girl. Hopefully, hopefully you're going with somebody that doesn't mind doing it. If somebody starts to drop a deuce in line, y'all got to take a picture of that. 
We need to put that up on, on, on the social media. We need to shame the shit out of some people. Literally. V-Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, <laughs> V-Coop says this song sounds like Chicago. Bradster. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. This is more. Oh, no, no. That's not his. His is. There it is. That's it. Yeah. Morning, Biggin'. Asshats, too. Well, thank you, my friend. Good morning to you, Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says, finally fucking Friday, working a half day and later going to Trans-Siberian Orchestra show. If you've never seen them, this show is a great show. I have to admit, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is badass at Christmas. They, I, I, I hope they don't tour during the rest of the year because it would be kind of weird to hear Christmas songs you know, like like rocking out Christmas songs in July. That'd be just kind of strange. Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? Says, good morning, ass and AIG. Looks like you had sea chicken for dinner. How about those cowboys? Now, look here. We did our job. We beat your team. Now, you Niner fans, you go out and beat the damn Eagles this week. And if you have to hurt Jalen Hurts, go right ahead. Bobby says, morning ass. Arnie, that was a close one last night. Way too close. Braddy Kid says, it's my Monday. I'm so sorry. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet. Says, good morning ass family. Happy Friday. Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Cowboy Ryan. This morning, ass family, go bot cowboys, hook them horns tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Way to let Seattle put up 35. That was embarrassing. And Geno Smith? Geno Smith? Our red zone. Uh, the Cowboys' red zone is atrocious. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I was so pissed at, at that last night. I. It, it, it just, it, it angered me. It angered me how bad the defense played. Jeff, yo! Good morning, Jeff. It says, hook them. Need a big FSU loss in Georgia. Needs to take care of business. Damn right they do. They don't. We're screwed. I'm ready to be screwed by it, though. Uh, the NCAA hates Texas. They always have. Timmy and Nicole, the saints of the show. Happy Friday, friends. Gold says, attaboy, good cooking is all in timing and some faster, some slower. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And here's the thing. I I love barbecue chicken. And Braddy Kid's amazing at barbecue chicken, but the problem is she don't like skin. So she 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 always barbecues chicken breasts. I got some thighs, but it just, it's, it's oh, that's, that's one I got to get over because I love barbecue chicken. Uh, let's see, uh, who watched the debate? I watched it, and we are going to highlight it here in just a little bit, I promise. I watched the game, and it was a great game, too. Sawyer's dad is in the house. Says, good morning, Arnie. What is this about a live show? Are you coming to SAC for Mikey's live show at board? Uh, No, no, I'm not. Uh, we never worked it out. I, I never could get it. We never talked more about it. 
So uh, I'm not going to be there. I, I hope it goes over fantastic. I know it's going to be, what, like next week or something? I think it's going to be all. If you can go, go. Please go. Fucking support Mikey. Mikey's the man. XX G-Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Good morning to you. Thank God it's Friday. I second cocaine bear. Bubba's about to get the old yeller treatment. No, we can't do that. Grow up with Corgi's great dogs. Who was the bigger shit show, Newsom or the Cowboys? Oh, oh, I, I'm telling you right now, this debate, when I play the highlights from this debate for you, holy shit, is it fantastic. Uh, Rhino says, I'm a super slut. Love you, buddy. Uh, Chaz Man, look at that. Everybody's here. It's Enrico Palazzo. Happy Friday, ass family. Holy shit, was yesterday a long day, and I didn't even get to play golf. Should be a day early today, though. Uh, have the best possible, everyone. And he doesn't use cheap hangers. He talks about all my dishes, but he gets his hangers from the container store. You're goddamn right I do, because my T-shirts are valuable. You're out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Thank you. Happy Friday. I don't know if I should be on right now. Y'all are getting super doped up. You're out. Had to get two big shots in the shoulder yesterday, and instead of receiving my shoulder pain, it made it 100% worse. I'm in la-la land. Oh, I can imagine. Also, I can't write, so I'll just listen. Good for you. College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Happy Pizza Friday, uh, Ass America. Uh, Downtown Disney has a Lego store, and Braddy Kid likes Legos. You can get me the new build for Christmas. Uh, Whitewashed in the the house. No, that's not it. Come on. Made it. Good morning, ass family. Reminder, kids, my business is mainly custom work, so my website doesn't get updated daily, but that's my excuse. Truth is, I'm too busy. That's a great excuse. Uh, I love Legos too, Braddy, but those things are outrageously expensive now. Yeah, tell me about it. I'll be definitely taking pics to share. I will see what I can do for you, Braddy kid. Uh, Douglas says, Sandra Day O'Connor just died. Yeah, at 90, what, three? Yeah. You're not kidding. If it's a debate between one-loss teams, clearly we will be the ones left out. So hopefully we don't leave it to that. Barbecue chicken sounds good right now. Oh, yeah. So, Arnie, uh, you are all-knowing football guy. Does loss uh, of Seattle mean that you are out of the playoffs? No, we didn't lose to Seattle. We won. No, no, no. We won. There's uh, there's too much season left. The, the, the playoffs haven't even been playoffs. Playoffs? We're just trying to win a game. No, no nothing yet. Uh, barbecue chicken is my specialty. Get your grill ready, Big A. I'll make barbecue chicken tailgate party. We have an opening day. You get the tickets all by the chicken. Yeah. Uh, Arnie is no football guy. He didn't even pick the Bears last week, dummy. Stackar. Look at that. Stackar here good and early. Just good morning, ass family member. Uh, new Indian rant of the day. Why the fuck did Hungry Man change their trays from plastic to cardboard? I loved when all my food sticks to it. Call center, not casino. I remember the old days at TV dinners when they were in metal trays. Damn microwaves. Can't fucking do that shit. Come on now. All right. Last night, and I said I didn't understand why they did this, and I still don't understand why this debate happened between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. And it was it was moderated, quote-unquote, by Sean Hannity. And let me just tell you real quick. 
he was not that middle of the road, which which I'm fine with because I hate Gavin Newsom. I cannot stand Gavin Newsom. But there are highlights from last night that I'm going to play you now. Uh, oh, 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 my God. Oh, it's so good. Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Where's Christopher? Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? It says, hey, boss, did we get a na-na hey-hey for Henry Kissinger? <clears throat> No, no, look, look. You know, they report these deaths of Henry Kissinger, who was 100, Sandra Day O'Connor, who's 93. What do you expect them to do? They, they're old. They die. Nobody cares about Henry Kissinger anymore. Nobody cares about Sandra Day O'Connor. Wasn't she the one on the, the, the Susan B. Anthony coin? Oh, that was Susan B. Anthony. Oh, yeah, Sandra Day O'Connor was the Supreme Court justice, first gal. All right. Trailblazer. Okay, there you go. There's my two cents. Now, back to the awesomeness. Last night, John Hannity was the moderator, and yes, he is a hack. I believe that to be very true. Um, oh, oh, whitewash, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. Please, I, I, look, look, I, I have to, I, I'm deleting your post right here because I don't want you to get ahead of me, because it's my number one. It is my number one. Uh, My top three moments from last night was when Gavin Newsom got all mad at Ron DeSantis because he called the the vice president Kamala. I'm going to give you my number one tip. Okay, I don't care what your number one tip is, hon. Going to therapy I mean, helped me so, so much. Shut up. Let's return our focus to education. Well, we, we, when we opened the schools, we bucked all of those people June of 2020. He kept the schools closed for a long time, uh, and that had devastating impacts. And why? What Gavin Newsom does in California is kowtow to the teachers' union. Whatever they tell him to do, he does. He will never balk the teachers' union. That's why the kids were locked out of school for so long. Joe Biden is in the pocket of the teachers' union, and so is Kamala Harris. That's why they fought hey, the way, school openings when, when he Shame came in you. there. It's Kamala when they had Harris, that in there. Ron. It's Kamala Biden came Harris, into office, Madam and he Vice brought in the teacher to union you, to be Harris. able <laughs> So he gets mad because he pronounces Kamala, Kamala! Last night was, uh, yesterday was a bad day for Democrats all across the board, which is a a spectacular day, and we'll get to more of it. But these two, these two showed you how to ruin a political career in one debate. There is no way anybody would vote for either of these two buffoons if this was the presidential debate. Even Donald Trump, even Donald Trump against Joe Biden showed more decorum than both of these people in all his debates. They were talking over each other. They were yelling. They, they, and here's the thing. If I have to say who a winner was, it was Ron DeSantis, which, by the way, good, good bully on him. Because... Gavin Newsom would not answer a question. 
And the thing I'll give DeSantis is he called him out every time. He goes, he didn't answer the question. Even Sean Hannity came out and said, yeah, you, uh, sir, Mr. Governor, you did not answer the question. Alicia. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Uh, good morning to you. She says, I listened to some of this, and it was pretty embarrassing for Newsom. The only truth Newsom said was neither of them candidates for 2024 pre- presidency. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I think one of them will be. Mr. J? Mr. J, that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will take. Says good morning. Hey, hey sassy Pammy, how are you? I'm not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. All right. My, my, my second favorite part of last night's debate was this. Oh, God damn. This is so fucking good. He hoses him so well on this. Oh. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, you know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count. (laughs) (laughs) He said he was his father-in-law. And then he paused and he said, you know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And and why are we, why are we getting people to come? We have a 50. (laughs) The other part that was great is Hannity kept putting up these stats and these numbers from official places, whether it was the CDC, whether it was the AP about crime. And California's crime rates are off the charts, right, compared to even Florida's. And we're talking about Florida. And Gavin Newsom was still trying to say, oh, no, 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 it's much safer in California. And when they got to state taxes, he kept trying to say, oh, Floridians are taxed way more than Californians. That can't be so, and here's the reason why. California has a state tax. That automatically means they charge more in taxes. Oh, my God. Oh, it was spectacular. But when he hammered him with his daddy-in-law, holy shit. Oh, my gosh. That was so great. Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, Woo! wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time Warbird says, good morning. Thank God it's Friday. Just picked up my U-Haul trailer. Yeah, I'll be seeing him next week. I'm looking forward to it. The highlight of the night, though. Oh, and it happened near the end of the debate. So if if you recorded it, just, just go near the end and watch this so delicious piece happen. This is not it. This is a, a Genesis commercial, which I like those Genesis. Those are cool. There we go. Oh, this is so good. Welcome back to 
Welcome back to Hannity, the great red state, blue state debate. We continue with Governor Gavin Newsom, Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, according to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, uh, these are the numbers oh, hold for on. the homeless I... population in each of your states. It is a big problem around the country. In the well, state of California, it is 172,000. In Florida, it is 26,000. Now, the per capita numbers oh, are go. pretty much the right. one I'm going to be well, listening 30 to. 30-second response, mean, you're, uh, well. <laughs> Let me, so they're going back on forth on, on the homeless, right? And Ron DeSantis reaches into his magic coat of tricks and pulls something out. Your health system. Ron has literally the worst mental health system in America, forgive me, outside of, of Mississippi and Texas. And so with all due respect Damn to right, being lectured crazy. on some of these topics, Ron DeSantis is not the right. one I'm going to be well, listening 30 to. 30-second response. Mean, You're, uh, well, I'm looking at total time. Governor DeSantis, yeah, look, about this, two this, minutes. This, this, he is, needs it. this is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own people. Just, I want to get in with so the limited time we have left. I want to get there are two very important issues. Oh, that is so fantastic. And this app, he pulls out this map. It's just a big brown splotch. It's near the end. It, 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 there's like a, there's literally like a minute left in, in in the in that video that I put up. That link I just put up. Oh God, damn. Oh, when when he when he repeated the word feces over and over again, I knew that today's show was fucking made. I was like, holy shit. Now, somebody mentioned another one here. I've got this clip, too. Um, th this this is actually pretty good. He talks about the books. And, I'm going to give you my number you, one tip to get over. And you know what's so funny is that Alicia came to us with excerpts, I think, from this actual book that was being sold at their, um, at their book fair. State blue state debate. We continue with Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, Governor Gavin Newsom of oh, the state. Of this is not consistent with our standards. He broke this out uh, of the other side of his pocket. Parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom, and everything should be age appropriate. Here we go. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California, Florida. This is not consistent with our standards called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children. Uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools uh, when oh. people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this by the way, from by a the young way. kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. This, this, this book is 100% available in California schools. And it, it, it's like a, a cartoon-type book. It, it's a comic-type book drawn, graphic novel, if you will. And it shows a boy giving another boy a blowjob. That's what's blacked out. That, that shouldn't be in schools. Oh, hey. I, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'll, I'll be the asshole here if you want to call me a book burner. Call me a book burner. But that's the kind of shit that shouldn't be in schools. 
by the way, I, I know she's probably uh, she's probably working here, but uh, just want to say a happy belated birthday to Mr. Erised. Mystery Rised. There you go. Christopher, what is going on, brother? Hey, boss, man. Uh, yeah, I was watching the debate last night. I've watched every single one of these debates that have come out this season. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wanted to say that the, the, I think that this debate in particular is probably the most important one, even though it has nothing to do with any of the elections. Okay. The reason why is because uh, I was I streamed this on like three or four different liberal political websites or uh, YouTube channels yesterday. Now I'm not a liberal, but I look at what they're looking at. I look at the enemy side to see what the hell they're thinking, right? Right. And none of the other debates were were watched by anybody on the left. So it's just echo chamber shit, right? Right. This one, you actually saw tons, I, I saw tons and tons of very liberal people in their little chat rooms uh, getting pissed off because they've never seen this stuff pointed out before. Really? Yes. Yeah, see, and, 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 they're, and they're like, well, why does he keep talking about how, how the... the uh, People are fleeing California and going to Florida. The reason why is because back back when I was a little kid and when you were a young man, we all knew that that, that socialism, that, that communism didn't fucking work because the Soviet Union collapsed. It was right. obvious. Socialism doesn't fucking work. And even when the when even when the Soviet Union was still a thing, people were fleeing the Soviet Union and all the Eastern Bloc states. They fled those countries, and where did they go? America. They went here, mm-hmm. and they came here because this is where the fucking opportunity is. Because socialism doesn't fucking work, and capitalism does. I and, I, I couldn't agree with and, you and, more. And, and and when the Soviet Union collapsed, we no longer had that 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 thing to point at and say, "Hey, dummy, socialism doesn't work." And now it, there's nothing to counter. And these people live in the. the you know, we have a lot of right wingers that are in their little echo chambers too, but the left wingers are just as bad. They're well, just as bad, and, and they don't have anything to to show them that they're fucking wrong. And that's why this debate was important because well, a lot of left wingers watched it because they thought that Gavin Newsom was going to mop the floor with uh, with the, the uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. Well, okay, yeah. let, 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 let me play devil's advocate. Let me play devil's advocate yeah. to you. Yes, sir. So these liberals now are forced to see these numbers of people fleeing California, the truth about the tax dollars and all this kind of stuff that was brought to forehand. Real quick, where are they going to look that up? Because the media is complicit in this too. They're yes. going you know, they're going to have to, they're going to blame this then when they see the stories. Oh, that's on a right wing site. So that can't be true. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's the, the media is that we can hate politicians all you want. The people yeah. that are the real devils in our world is the media that has gone along with this instead of Amen, doing brother. their jobs. 
Because Amen. their yes. jobs are to call those people out. We know that politicians are crooked. We know they're dirty. They have been yep. since the fucking wheel was invented. And it right. took journalists to call them out and bring them to the forefront. If it weren't for jor- journalists, we wouldn't have known that, that vice presidential candidate John Edwards was fucking around on his fucking crippled wife. Right. Because they caught him. Mm-hmm. I remember that story. Oh, God, they caught was... him in a parking garage. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and the, the the horribleness of all this is that you have to do so much work, and nobody wants to do that work, and I don't blame them, because that work used to be done for us by journalists. That's right. They're, they're supposed to be calling the balls and strikes, mm-hmm. and they don't do it. They... They're 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 more crooked than, than FIFA. They're more crooked than the NCAA, and and we're just supposed to fucking live with it. It's fucking infuriating. Oh, it, it really is. But uh, I'm glad that you watched it last night, Christopher, because man, that was that that debate was fuck. Now let me ask you this: as somebody who watches debates that's politically active like you, yeah, would you agree with me that even Donald Trump showed more decorum than these two idiots? Uh. Donald Trump, his his style was to control the conversation, and he he would he would talk over everybody, mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't so decorum isn't the right use uh, isn't the right thing. Donald Trump is a far better debater than Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. because he of his of his magnanimous personality, he can control a fucking room like nobody's business. But but what I'm trying to say is these two came across as a couple of fucking crybabies. Yeah, I think I blame honestly. I blame the moderator for this. Oh, Sean Hannity was a, weak. He was weak. Yeah, as Hannity. Shit. It's, it, this was this was. I, I put all that on, on Hannity himself uh, yeah. because uh, the last debate, the last the last debate was run uh, by I think it was an NBC or um, yeah, it was NBC. I think NBC ran it, and and the, the, the debate was went fine. It went perfectly fine. You didn't have people cross talking. You didn't have people being disrespectful to each other. And it was just fine, but it's just like the Fox News style of of, of doing these debates. It, it leads to this. It's just it's just bad organization on Fox News's part. No, it was terrible. Well, all right, Christopher, I'm gonna move on because I got more stuff to that that the Democrats had a bad day yesterday. All right, see you, boss. See you, pal. Uh, take care. That is Christopher, the world's greatest bus driver and movie reviewer. By the way, his new review of. Uh, Godzilla minus one is up on all our social media pages. Please leave him an eggplant emoji. Uh, He loves that. Um, Let's see. Later. Let's see. Install tonight. Uh, The pain of Amy Schumer tax pad ad. Just gross. Thank you, Arnie. Uh, You're welcome. Um, I'd rather slam my wiener in a sliding glass door than watch these globalists debate. Trump has won every debate, which is true. Uh, The polls have gone up after everyone. Trump 2024 is a slam dunk. They can't even cheat if they want. Uh, best video of the year, Elon Musk telling Bob Iger at Disney and the other uh, to go fuck themselves. It, it was great the other day. Uh, journalists have become political activists. That's all they do. Can't wait for Christopher's review of Silent Night. All right. Um, all right. What, what else we got here? Uh, oh, I wrote that down somewhere. Where did I put it? Okay, that's okay. That's where we're going here. Uh, somebody asked me about Karine Jean Pierre yesterday. Democrats once again bad day in the White House pre- press room. Um, she stormed out 
And and thank God for our African reporter buddy, because he's the one that made her do it. Buying a car. Here we go. Uh, I guess Merrick Garland was answering some questions. I think that's who it was up there. And then she came over and, and took over. Oh, this is this is awesome to watch this. I'll share this with okay, here you go. Oh, let's see. Copy. Go up here, go that, like that, and then come back down here and hit unmute. We can, we can end this right now. Sorry, I, I have one question. Basically, okay. um, John, take okay. Marco Rubio. He's talking about Edgy, the Queen, and I want to ask an African question. Because I'm an African question. All right, here she comes. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. She comes up to the podium. All right, we can end this briefing if it's not going to be respectful here. Wow, that's kind of like a teacher move right now. We, we can end this. if we're, it, we, we can stop this movie if you don't settle down. Chris. That's what I'm saying. You're okay. receiving uh, an African okay. leader, and you don't take questions. Thanks, everybody. Uh, question about gas prices. Uh, thanks, everybody. Can we do one about right. the quality gas Oh, look at her copying Kay- Kaylee McEnany. She's got a notebook now. You can't have a notebook. That's, Kay- uh, that, that's Kaylee McEnany's. Can't take that from her, Kyrie Jean Pierre. Did she get a DUI back in DC? Remember, we we heard that story is that she got she was like uh, her car was wrecked and she got driven home by police at like two o'clock in the morning. So she got handled yesterday, which was fantastic. I love seeing her get upset. Then. Uh, and this is why I hate politics. And I know we talk a lot about them on the show, but they're so much fun to talk about because I hate them so much. The House Republicans are expected to huddle behind closed doors today to discuss holding a vote formalizing an impeachment inquiry. Um, what have they been doing for the last three years? You know, I think that I'm going to look at myself today in the mirror to see if I've ever gained weight since I was a baby. Are are you not paying attention? What more does this buffoon have to be caught red-handed doing or his family doing before he, he gets impeached? An impeachment? What's an impeachment inquiry? Inquiring minds want to know. They're going to look into it. Well, thank God. Hey, hey, thank you, Republicans, for finally coming together and saying, hey, we need to look into this guy. For fuck's sake. What I think is going to happen is I think that... Dick shit. That's what they've done. Yeah, I, I agree, Alicia. Um, I, I, I think that they're going to finally throw Hunter under the bus. Because I, I heard a news story. I was walking out of the room the other day, and it was on the news, and I didn't look it up. Um, but, but, but Hunter Biden said he would testify, but only in an open court. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means he's doing that to expose his family and that he doesn't get killed first or if he's just going to plead the fifth all day. 
Look up Kevin Mallory and tell me what he did that Biden didn't do. Mallory sold three documents to China. Biden sold a garage full. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to look into it. I mean, if they present hard evidence that Joe Biden received money from foreign entities for favors... If they're worried about the Senate not impeaching him, those people should be worried about ever being reelected again. Because if the American people are told on television, and these Senate hearings will be held and they will be very, very public, just like they were for Donald Trump, do you think the American people are going to stand for that? I, I really hope not. I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong once or twice before. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Ahoy to you, Chuck. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? Says morning ass family. Happy Friday, everybody. Right back to you. I don't know what they're waiting for. Are they waiting for an invitation? Like, hey, could you, would you mind, please, uh, impeaching the president? But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we've been talking about this impeachment of this president now for, I don't know, uh, I don't know, six months at least? Six months, if not three years? So one more. One more bad thing. Well, two more bad things. This one's not too bad, but I don't know why this is happening. Uh, yesterday, first quote-unquote lady, and that's a stretch, Jill Biden. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Fuck you, Jill. <laughs> You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. First Lady Jill Biden unveiled an ice rink on the White House South Lawn as part of 1600 Pennsylvania's annual holiday display. Dr. Biden, wearing boots on the ice, recalled that when she was a child, her and her sisters loved to skate on the Delaware River. Do they need an ice rink at the White House with this president? I mean, has he not suffered enough head contusions? Hunter provided the snow. Why do they have an ice rink at the White House? Who's going to, are the Washington Capitals playing there now? You don't need an ice rink at the White House. Who's going to use that? You're going to, you're going to invite Benjamin Netanyahu over and, and, and he and, he and Biden are going to go have a skate together. A couple skate, maybe. Politics suck because of politicians' four-year limit on positions with mandatory audit after every term. Problem solved. I could see Joe getting run over by the Zamboni Secret Service. 
He has no problem walking upstairs, so obviously an ice skating rink is a great idea. <laughs> Ferdinand! Ferdinand is in the house. Good morning, Ferdinand. Ferdinand! Can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. Says, happy Friday, ass family. Wow, so the first lady gets more done than the president has. <laughs> Nancy scrapes up some of it to put in the Cuddy Sark. I wonder how much that ice rink will cost us. They're trying to kill him. Yeah, they have an ice rink at the White House. Hopefully he drops the gloves with Netanyahu. Because Netanyahu would whoop his ass. He'd put some kind of crazy Israeli chokehold on him and be all over. But that wasn't the worst thing to happen to Dr. Jill Biden yesterday. Nope. No, the, the Biden Christmas tree did fall over. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but this happened as well yesterday, and uh, not a good look for the First Lady. So when my son was away, um, I, my granddaughter, just like you kids, really, really missed her daddy. So I wrote this book to tell other kids, because there's lots of kids who Shut don't know what it's hey, like. Hey. Nice. No, thank you. <laughs> kids because there's lots of kids who Shut don't know what it's like. Hey, hey. Nice. No, thank you. Oh, I, I look, I don't know if that's real or if that's AI generated. I'm going to say it's real. I'm just going to go with real because it's too good. To, it, I, I, I don't uh, kids because there's lots of kids who Shut don't know what it's hey, like. Hey, hey not nice. It really, ha- how did it happen months ago? They got a damn Christmas tree up behind her. Oh, God. Oh, that's so fantastic. That just warms my heart. That's an Arnie in training right there. Okay, this Chuck says there's a new sound bite. Hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me get the recording up here. And I have to be quiet for a second. Okay, let's see. We'll start it over at the beginning. When my son was away, um, I, my granddaughter, just like you kids, really, really missed her daddy. So I wrote this book to tell other kids, because there's lots of kids who Shut don't know what it's hey, like. Hey. Hey. No, thank you. All right, now I have it recorded. Let me uh, export it real quick to myself. Wave, send, choose, right-click, share. Mail, A-R, dot, dot. No, I don't want it to go to him. It can't go to him. I, I hit A-R. I didn't hit J-R. There we go. And just nonsensical letters. And then send. There we go. It is off. It is off like a prom dress. Oh, it's so fantastic. If I, if, if I ever get to meet that kid, I will buy him a gift. Little Arnie in training there. Hey, shut the fuck up. So great. It was a classroom of all black kids and black adults. A little kid was pulled from the kid sitting on the ground. Oh, that's so great. It identifies as real or it's truth. Okay, good, good, perfect. Perfect. Oh, God almighty, that's so fantastic. 
Uh, Steph! Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. She says, unfortunately, that's an old video of that kid, and it did not happen with the first lady, LOL. Well, we're going to keep it anyway. We're going to keep it anyway, because somebody very, very talented put that together, and now that I have a sound effect that I've recorded, we're just going to go ahead and keep it and pretend like it's true. I'll be part of the crooked media as well. Why not? Now, there's a very, very interesting story going on, and hardly anybody's talking about it. I, I, I did not find it this morning when looking for the story, and then it popped up on a side story, and I haven't been able to find it since, so I'm looking for it because I have the Twitter post, and I know it's a story. And I know what happened. So let me let me just click real quick. Let me just uh, I'll click on Sandra Day O'Connor. Let's see if it's on the side of this. No, ain't on the side of that. I know what the story is already, but uh, let's see. Uh, there we go. Fight night. All right. Come on. Oh, Sandra Day O'Connor's moving everybody out of the way. Uh, all right. Well, I'll just read you what I have. Um, and, yes, this is actually a real story. Um, Senator Dick Durbin. From Central Ohio to San Bernardino and everywhere in between. Amazon employee. No, thanks. Um, I'm not sure where Dick Durbin is from. But um, Senator Marsha Blackburn requested a subpoena of Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. And Dick Durbin has blocked them. Now, isn't that interesting? Dick Durbin's from Illinois. Thank you. Dick. Let's see if I can find the story. Um, just for the simple fact that I, I want to have the story about this. Um, melts down. Oh, here we go. Um, Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee criticized Dick Durbin for blocking her request to file a subpoena for the flight logs. Blackburn called Durbin's actions a sad day in the history of the prestigious Judiciary Committee. Well, it's Illinois, Arnie. I I did not mean to have that S on there. I was spitting at the time. Was it John Riggins who said to Sandra Day O'Connor, lighten up Sandy, baby? Mm. Now, if my name was on a flight log that was visiting an island full of pedophiles where pedophile stuff was going on, I'd probably want to block that too. Now, I'm not saying his name is on the list, but why would you block it? We all know why. We aren't stupid. This is why I hate politicians. Because politicians think we're stupid. I don't know if you can remember back when uh, we were talking about the debate between DeSantis slaying Gavin Newsom last night. But there was a part in there right before the poop talk where Gavin Newsom decided to go off on, Ga- on, on 
Ron DeSantis on mental health, saying that you have the worst mental health next to Mississippi and Texas because he thinks that they're better than us. He thinks that, that California is better than Texas and Mississippi. Now, first of all, nobody's better than Texas, but especially in the baseball world. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but the Rangers won the World Series this year. Hoo-ha. Fuckers. Um, and for a governor to act like that, for a politician to act like that and, and really look down his nose at other states, look, we all look down our nose. We have theme songs for other states on this show, for Christ's sake. But see, we're allowed to, because this show is a satire show. This show is about satirizing what's going on in the world today. Gavin Newsom doesn't get to satirize. Last night it was brought up a number of times how he closed down California, yet he went out to dinner to the French Laundry. Never answered that. See, the thing with, with, with him is, and, and this is the one thing that I will say that I appreciated from Ron DeSantis last night, is he didn't let him get away with it. He called him out. Said you didn't answer it. Now, of course, he never did. He never answered anything. It took Sean Hannity five times, five times. They were talking about the border issue last night. And Hannity brought up all the people from countries that oppose us now, whether it's Russia, Afghanistan, China, Syria, you know, all the bad places, Shittistan. And he says, are you worried about those illegals crossing over because we don't know where they are? It took him asking that question, are you worried about that, five times for him to say, oh, well, of course I am. Five times he had us ask him that. What I want to do is sit down with politicians and say, you can't do it anymore. You can't do the runaround political talk because we're all, we're, we're all keen to it now. If someone asks you a question, answer the question. This is why I don't understand when people have problems with the police, and I know there are bad police out there, but for the most part, if they ask you a question, why don't you answer? Nothing bugs me more on TikTok or any videos that I'm watching streaming. Um, there's a guy who goes around. He goes into either public libraries or he goes into police stations and he starts filming. And he makes it very uncomfortable to where the police show up. And he goes, well, you can't ask me to leave. I'm not doing anything illegal. What's your badge number? What's your name? Why are you here? If you want to make if you want to make the system better, then why are you slowing the system down? What happens if on the other side of town, I don't know, there's a school shooting? Don't you want all the cops to go over there or do you want them to be worried about you being the asshole filming inside of the public library? If you want to fix politics, stop breaking it. hate these fucking people out there. Bubba hates them too. Bubba's trying to get some sun right now. He tears up the couch with his claws. So there you go. Dick Durbin blocking attempt to get the flight logs released. 
Because, God damn it, we want some fucking names. Now, last story before we take a break. Gavin doesn't answer the questions. He dances around the issue and gaslights. Yep. He also took his family on vacation to open states. Yes, he did. Open states that he had told California to stop doing business with, like Montana. Look that one up. Well, it's happening. Get ready, everybody. I've warned you about it this week, and I told you I didn't want to talk about it, but it's happening now. Massachusetts now is the second state to be hit by a wave of pneumonia in children as Ohio County issues white lung warning. Uh, After China and Europe saw a surge in cases and hospitalizations. Boy. We don't want that crooked fuck here in the great state of Montana anyway. Damn right you don't, Gibby. My buddy Hutch lives there. He doesn't want him up there either. Um, I'm warning y'all now. It's coming. I'm not trying to use scare techniques on you. I'm not trying to frighten you. I'm telling you the truth. As a broadcaster, that's my job. Yes, as a satirical broadcaster, that's still my job, is to tell you the truth and infuse some humor in there with it. It's coming. Get ready. And if you live in a blue state, you're fucked. California, New York, Illinois. Just kidding. Illinois. Pennsylvania. Get ready. Y'all are fixing to get locked down again. See, here in the great state of Texas and other red states, they've passed laws and state amendments and state constitutions to where you can't force us to wear masks anymore. It's coming. And why is it coming? Because there's an election coming, too. And like I said the other day, you don't run the same gag twice. What I'm hoping... Truly, what I'm hoping is that they run this gag a second time, and then we find out the truth about the first time, and that truth is everything that we talked about for two years, about how it was all bullshit. I can't wait to go down. and like, like I, I love being on the Internet because I know my voice will be around for eons. And in 50, 60, 70, 100 years from now, when the history look back, looks back on 2020 and 2019 and 2021, that, that whole COVID fucking trifecta years, and people will say, because the truth will come out. And the truth will come out about the election. And there are going to be people 100 years from now going, how, how did they not see this? How did, how did they not? Well, some of us did. There are a lot of us that did. I'm right here. So you tell your, your grandchildren and your grandchildren's grandchildren, ArnieRadio.com. 
Straight fire. Well, Lottie frickin' dog. Good morning to you, my friend. Maggie says, I knew it, Arnie. Can't wait to go down. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, totally. Santos got expelled. Good. That fucking guy. What a fucking hard-on that guy was. George Santos is expelled from Congress. The Long Island liar loses his job after Republicans join Democrats to boot him out. Good. Shit, I'm at work with the sniffles and cough, and nobody cares at my work. Granted, they still prefer I don't cough on them like it was 2019 and before, yeah. I was a fucking drag queen, used money to pay for fucking Botox, went on vacation with fucking campaign money. Good Lord. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised that he got kicked out of office. Fucking jagaloon. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as well. Double and triple shots today. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son. Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a-moving And that's what tortures me
is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of love is sweet when hearts like ours meet. I fell for you like a child. But the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire Well, I woke up Sunday morning With no way to hold my head That didn't hurt And the beer I had for breakfast Wasn't bad, so I had one more For dessert Then I fumbled in my closet Through my clothes and found My cleanest dirty shirt Then I washed my face and combed my hair And stumbled down the stairs to meet the day I'd smoked my mind the night before With cigarettes and songs I'd been picking But I lit my first and watched a small kid Playing with a can that he was kicking Then I walked across the street And caught the Sunday smell Of someone's frying chicken And Lord, it took me back to something That I lost somewhere Somehow along the way On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm 
said I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing sure to die in That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw a daddy With a laughing little girl that he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school And listened to the songs they were singing Then I headed down the street And somewhere far away a lonely bell And it echoed through the canyons Like a disappearing dreams of yesterday On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing short of dying That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down Necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? No? All right. The Artie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. What a first hour and 28 minutes we had. Now, if, if you're just getting tuning in, no problem. No problem at all. It's all going to be put up right after the show at ArnieRadio.com. Easy. Just log in. Say, hey, I want to subscribe to this. This sounds pretty fucking cool. Bam, $4.99 a month. That's all it takes. You're hooked. Now, last Friday uh, was, was Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. and We didn't really have plans on the show we had some stories that i had ready to go just in case but i led it to a town hall if you will and everybody seemed to enjoy that so if there's anything you'd like to do because i had to do that first hour due to the main mainly the the awesome debate that was happening but uh if there's anything that y'all want to talk about it's friday so let's talk about whatever y'all want to talk about as well Swoosh just getting here. Good morning to you, my friend Swoosh. 
Is the third cash song going to send those? <laughs> no, it's not going to be that one. <laughs> Ralphie went for a ring again. Sorry about that, Ralphie. Keyless Chuck says, uh, impeccable timing for Johnny Cash. I was going under the bridge for the Johnny Cash Trail and passing by Folsom Prison as the song started. Very nice. Jones says, good morning, ass. I know you probably talked about it, but how stupid of the Seahawks to leave Parsons alone on the last play, and I just read it was done on purpose. Well, fuck, they were tackling him the entire other game. I mean, for the, for the other three-plus quarters, they were holding him. They were tackling him. Candom says, just got signed on. Good morning. Well, good morning to you, my friend. <laughs> African-American Fridays, fucktards. Um, look, look, the, the Cowboys defense played like garbage last night. I was glad that they got to, they allowed Geno Smith to put, thir- well, how much on him, 30? Ugh. Let's see, I'm pissed. I had to log off after a bit when you were talking about the debate. Fucking damn it. Oh, you, you got to go back and listen, Truman. I promise you it's worth it. When, 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 when Ron DeSantis talks about fe- feces, it's worth it. B. Coop says, Braddy's Facebook post made me think there's a quick way to get rid of 2.0. Buy a fake positive pregnancy test and leave it for him to find. Oh, no, 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 no. He'd love that. He would, they don't, we don't even kid about that. Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. You are. People know me. Good morning, Triple T. Steve Gonzalez, there's a new name. Good morning from Sacramento. Well, good morning to you, Steve Gonzalez. I hope that you are doing El Fantastico. I'm about to hit the, hey, y'all, just got home from work, but glad I got to listen to the last hour. Alicia, get you some sleep, girl. Like I said, we can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. We can. I, I, I still have plenty of things to talk about here uh, for the show. Um, no, no, V. Coopy is not. Yesterday, Braddy Kid posted that that I forget exactly the wording, the tater tot, or there's a tater being dropped off. We're getting a new corgi in March. No, nobody's pregnant. Thank God. Can't handle another one of those things. Um, but something also yesterday was acquired. I'm very happy to announce that this will be an ass family trip as well because I know that Arise is coming down from Oklahoma for this. Yesterday, good God almighty. Anybody who wants to talk shit about me being a bad guy, y'all can't anymore. Nope, y'all can't. You want to know why? Because yesterday we secured tickets has been a listener since 2000. Well, awesome, Steve. That's right. That's right. We are going to see new kids on the block. With Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. No Will Smith. But DJ Jazzy Jeff will be in the house. Yes, we are going to that show and I can't freaking wait. 
Uh, I was so irritated at all the penalties. It seemed like every other, every team snapped the ball. Yeah, that was ridiculous, the amount of penalties last night. Arnie's going to be a daddy and needs your little dog too. No, no, it's not. Mr. J says, short question topic. What did you think about Tiger's performance yesterday, and where do you think he'll go from here? Personally, I don't think he has it anymore to win on PGA Tour and needs to hang it up. He will always be my favorite golfer. Um, yesterday, what, what did he shoot yesterday? He shot what? He, he's an 18th. Oh, pardon me. That was gross. He's an 18th out of 20th place. Right? Uh, hold on a second here. Let's go to the golf page here. Do we have scores? Uh, he shot 73 yesterday. So far today, he's two under. Shot se- Oh, he, I'm sorry. He shot 75 yesterday. Par 74. Oh, he shot 75 yesterday. He's, he's one over for the tournament now. He's moved up a couple spots. Um, <sighs> Mr. J, I, he, look, Tiger's my guy, too. Uh, I saw some highlights, and he was hitting the ball in bad spots, and he put him. Look, he, he mentally he didn't have it yesterday. Physically, he got around the course. Uh, mentally, he didn't have it yesterday. And if anybody can get it locked in mentally, it's Tiger. I'll say this, Mister J. I think he's got one more in him. I think he's got one more. He's not. He's not going to break the record, and that makes me sad. Um, but I think he's got one more in him just to shock the world. Now, I don't know where uh, – I don't pay that close of attention to golf anymore because I, I think that the PGA has fucked itself, especially with live golf. Um, I watch the majors. I don't even know where the British Open's going to be this year. I don't know where the U.S. Open's going to be this year. Um I know where the Masters is going to be, and I know Tiger will be at the Masters, which is a very tough golf course. And I don't know where the PGA is going to be. I don't think it's going to be at the old course, the British Open. I, I, I'm not sure, but it, I could see him winning it at the old course at the British Open or if when, when and if they play Pebble again for the U.S. Open. I know they just played there. Uh, I, I, I think he has a shot at those cl- places. N-K-O-G-T-L-G-B-T-Q-I-A. <laughs> um, but there you go. So, it, it, good topic there. Uh, let's see. Again, you're now a fan, Arnie. No, uh, I'm seeing them in Arkansas in June. And what a watering hole are they playing at? Uh, no Will Smith. Who's going to? I know, right? I mean, Dave Coe. Look at Dave Coe who's in the house. Dave Coe tries to sneak in thinking I'm going to forget his songs now. I'm not going to forget that. Yeah, I mean, with no Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff is like, okay, cool. Uh, Tiger Woods beat uh, contribution to golf will be the caddy to Charlie. Best contribution. Uh, Major was, I was talking to my kids last night and asked me when I started listening to you, I said 1999 and Delta's friend goes, wow, since the late 1900s, I kicked the kid out of my house and told him to go home. Good. Anybody refers to the 90s as the late 1900s, you're going to get a fucking smacking. We aren't, we, we aren't, we aren't rolling around in Ford, you know, fucking rank them up cars. 
I heard Tiger is leading the league in sleeping with ugly strippers. Oh, he's going to win that contest every single time. Since the late 1900s. Don't ever let me meet that fucking kid. Boy, if that kid is on fucking Delta's football team, that kid is running for years. Jason Day, not bad yesterday. Uh, Shot 71, shot one under. He's in the middle of the pack. Ryan Harmon's leading. Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth. All right. Good tournament. That's more faith than I have. I don't think he has another win, and that makes me sad. Yeah. I think he's got one. I think he's got one. I mean, him winning that year at the Masters. 1999, I was in fifth grade. Thank you, Steph. Appreciate that. You were in fifth grade, and I was working in radio. (sighs) Fuck, I'm old. I'm seasoned. I like that. I like that terminology. I'm seasoned. All right, let's see. Uh, I got stories, but whatever y'all want to talk about, if y'all got something, just pipe in. Um, now, yesterday we had a candidate for fight of the year. I'd almost say that this one is right on up there for fight of the year, but not not really sure. Now, this happened. If you in- are type two and take metformin, well, I'm, I'm a type check one your feet now. and legs for these two things that I'm going to show. All right, so this is at a high school. Uh, in Kansas City. And there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. There's a group of kids yelling at each other. There's a black girl yelling at a bunch of white kids. You want to lose a conversation with me real quick, you do the clap talking. You clap in the middle of words, I fucking tune out. No, she didn't. Because that's true. Because not one that person, yes, it is true. Stop clapping. All right, now, a young man is walking away. Multiple people. All of them. We were all here. Okay. Okay, you can walk away. Mm. I, I think it's better for you to walk I didn't say it. So. Okay, why are you walking away and trying to talk to me? Why don't you come back here? Oh, who's that? Uh-oh. What? What? White kid taking on a black girl. Black girl swung first. Oh, she swung first. That white kid is throwing some bones. Oh, and now there's a knee wife. They're pushing the kid with the camera out of there. Now, allegedly, he said the N-word. The way the story is written is, horrific moment, white student yells N-word as he attacks black girl. Now, he came walking up on her fast and pushed her, and she swung first, leaving her hospitalized with a broken nose and school superintendent sparking outrage. I shared it with you. It doesn't matter because we're all listening to AIG, so we're doing it right. Damn right you are. Uh, Alicia says, in 99, I was in seventh grade. XXG4 says, I take metformin. Check your feet and legs for what? LOL. In 99, I was being yelled at in the Army. 
Uh, Elise says, beat that ass. Someone called Donald Trump. Was it a hard R? I believe it was, but they bleeped it out. I've seen the video on like two or three sources, but I never heard him say it. Now, here's the question I have. As I see a picture of parents tolerating racism is racism. Silence is racism. And they underline the N in science. Silence. That's pretty fucking great right there. N words for Trump. And I mean that. School should be safe. Enough is enough. These are signs they have up. Um, what does AIG stand for? It stands for Arnie is God. So, oh, got it from a, a Monday Night Raw. Somebody had a sign up when Mick Foley was going through Foley is God. Somebody had a sign up, my buddy Tommy. He called me when I was at the wrestling match, said, hey, can you see the sign? I said, no, what sign? He goes, they got a sign saying Arnie is God. I was like, okay, and we, of course, I took that to the show the next day, and we printed T-shirts, and it was the best-selling T-shirt we ever had. Um, hey, they, they, fair question. Um, do you think he's Joe Murphy? No, that kid's way too young to be Joe Murphy. Um, so, tolerating racism is racism. Silence, underline the end in silence is racism. Um. Oh, I'm sorry, science equals racism, and they put the equals under the N. So it just happens to work out. Um, then why can they say it? Uh, I'll say it, those people. Why can they say it? I, I can sit here for another hour and a half and not say a word until somebody tells me why it's okay for one side of people to say that word, yet it's not okay for the other side of people. And I get why it's bad. I get why it's a bad word. But for the 16th billionth time in my broadcasting career, if the word is so hurtful, if the word is so painful, then why not get it get rid of it from our lexicon? Hmm? I'll wait. I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm watching Bubba sleep on the couch right now, and Bubba's got two holes in his heart, so every day is a blessing with Bubba. So every once in a while, I have to check to make sure he's still breathing. And I'm looking at him right now, and I'm talking right to him, and he's not doing anything. Can't tell if he's breathing, so I have to see, I have to do this. Car ride? Oh, it didn't work. Cheese? Ooh, mama's home. Holy shit. Bubba, you dead? Bubba. Hey. Okay, he's awake. Usually car ride gets him. Why is this about race? Little bitch was talking shit. Doesn't matter what race she is. She got hit because she was running her mouth. Silence is now violence, not just words. But if it's bad, then those people shouldn't say it either, right? They're trying to take the power back from it. Those people shouldn't be allowed to say white trash, redneck, or cracker. It's not. Nobody should use it, with an exception of Darkman X. In my opinion, DMX is the only man to ever live that should be allowed to use the hard R, especially, especially when the man 
out of nowhere, been dead for a few years, and we get this fucking gem. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. What? But do you recall what? the most famous reindeer of all? What? Good off the red nose reindeer. What? Had a very shiny nose. Come on now. He didn't use the N-word in there. I have thoughts on this from my black friends in the N-word. Good. Sounds like Booker T, so that's who I mentioned sings this. That's old, by the way. Oh, I know. It's old, but I just found it, so it's new to me. Uh, He should have been in Fast and Furious. Uh, Giving one group a privilege based on race is the definition of racism. Thank you. If one race can use a word but another cannot, I understand that we won't live in a fair society, but racism is consistent in our nation and not much of it is accepted while still claiming it's not racist. That was almost as good as a very Megadeth Christmas. Oh, I'm going to have to find that one. You're going you're gonna to have to remind me of that when I start playing Christmas music that last week of the show. <laughs> We all have to stop lying. We all have to stop bullshitting one another. Biden says it. Oh, Biden has said it. Uh, I mean, I have the drop. But let's remember that that this word has not been acceptable for white folks to use since, well, ever, right? But especially since, I don't know, the civil rights movement. But this was like in the 70s or 80s where... Joe Biden was a senator and said, We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. How's he still electable today? Can you imagine? Can you just imagine? Let's play the stupid game. You remember, do you remember when Tom Arnold, do y'all remember Tom Arnold and his stupid ass? The guy who actually married and wanted to bone Roseanne. Do you remember when Donald Trump was elected? He went out of his way to say that he had a tape or he knew there was a tape out there of Donald Trump saying the the dreaded N-word. And it never, ever saw the light of day. I, no, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I've never heard it. And if I've never heard it, that means y'all have probably never heard it because I'm going to hear more news stories than you. Stink fist, that's a great question. How come everyone gets in trouble for old tweets, yet nobody talks about Biden saying this? Uh, The N-word is such a, a peculiar word. It's used a lot, and does my pigment is acceptable for me to use it? In today's society, like the word only has as much power as we give it. Whatever happened to sticks and stones? Oh, you know, Douglas, you're right. I, 
Um, if it existed, we would have heard it. Uh, give me a break. Uh, I'm here. Look, look. It's like when people tried to say Donald Trump was on pedophile island. You don't think that they would have burned every celebrity they could have to get to Donald Trump if he was actually on that island? My exception for DMX has nothing to do with his skin color, but because of the man of content of his character, it just so happens that Dark Man X is the only person to ever exist that was capable of rolling a hard R without being a dick about it. Yeah. Trying to write with one hand and pain med is wearing off, but it always uh, about the in- intent. Like, love, uh, old school rap, hip hop. If that word comes up in a song, I'm saying it, but almost all the time it's uh, not the hard R. If the hard R is used, it's typically not in the black vernacular and not acceptable. Now, I like that. Now, th- th- that to me is fair. Because, look, look, when I'm driving around and I hear it, 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 and I've got shuffle on, and a rap song comes on and it's in there, I'm singing the words. I'm telling you, I'm singing the words. I don't care. It's the song. You think Scamp tries to claim he's .35 in person? Oh, I was hanging out with my nieces, and I said, what NWA stands for is just like, you shouldn't, you didn't just go there, LOL. .35, is that the same as three-fifths? No, not quite. Not quite. If it's forbidden word, it should never be used in music, and no race should be allowed to use it. Granted, I don't believe in that type of censorship. Here's the thing. I don't let the politically correct tell me how to live. I don't. Now, I will say this right now. I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell the truth on the show. If I'm around with close friends who I've known for a long time, and I'm not going to name any names, the, the A ending comes out all the time. Just like Morgan Wallen used it. Remember when Morgan Wallen came out? Terrible country singer. Just awful. God damn it, he's terrible. All these new country artists, just garbage. Except Turnpike Troubadours. They're pretty good. Sturgill Simpson, he's awesome. No, Joe uses quite the R. He he, he likes the R one. But it's just, it's, it's in the vernacular. It just, and I'm sorry that it's in the vernacular. And, and, and if it hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. Red and white. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Says I will use it as a quote all day. If I use it as an original content, I'm ready to be punched first. There you go. Look, I, I've, I, I, I have said, uh, I'll tell you the story. I ain't going to use the word. I'll tell you the whole story because the whole story is fine. And you, you, a lot of the new people might not have heard this story, so here you go. Um, quite a few years ago, I was on another radio show where most of you know me from. And that show was very, very popular. I, very, very popular is an understatement. That show was a juggernaut when it came to the ratings. And I'm very proud of that fact. I worked very hard on that show, and so did the other people that were on that show. One day, we had a story about a young man who wanted to go to school and wear a dress. 
And I simply said, I'd throw my shoe at him. That's all I said. Well, we didn't know, and this is before the alphabet. Look, I've been broadcasting before the alphabet mafia even started. They were known as GLAD before. You're right, Arnie. In the vernacular, Hollywood and the music industry pumps it down our throat, and the black community keeps it in perpetuity. Yes, it does. It would have been anywhere near that Mexican station. So I say this, and of course the gays and the lesbians come after us, and we get suspended for a week, and we come back on the air, and we meet with the parent of a transgender kid. And this is, this is five years at least before even Caitlyn Jenner. And we had to do an apology show. And we met with the the parent of this transgender kid and a a person that was going through the transgendering. Hadn't had the surgery yet, but looked like like an ugly version of Dee Snyder as a chick. And I remember in the meeting beforehand, we were talking to him. We had we had gone to Labou, and in Sacramento, Labou is fancy croissants and things, and we got him croissants and bagels, and I'm trying not to eat it all because it's so good. And they're, they're peach scones, which were to die for. And one of the people that I worked with asked the question, what are some of the words that are very hurtful, like, you know, the words that are hurtful to the African-American community. What are some of the words? And they they told us shem, he, she, it. Now, first of all, I was trying not to laugh when I heard shem because I had never heard that one before. I heard he, she all the time, but I had never heard shem. And when you throw that word at me, I'm going to probably laugh, but I, I, I had to... Uh, I had to stop. Oh, wait, do you guys feel a difference between the N-word ends with an R and A sound? To me, there's no difference. I don't uh, think words should be used anyone, no matter the skin color. I don't believe in different races, with DMX exception. That's how my logic works. There's only one race. Thus, one who is not DMX should not use the word. Oh, fair enough. Hey, and that's, you, that, that's where you are. So they're good being called mentally ill and crazy. I don't think so. But shim was the word, that, and, and I, had to, I, I had to fucking hold it in, and I did. So we go on the air, and this mother that's there is shooting daggers at me because I was the one who said I'd throw my shoe at him. Right? And that's all. I, I didn't hit him with it. i just throw my shoe at him. Look, man, I, I, I'm not going to win a whole bunch of carnival games with my aim. I remember the show. I was shopping at Sam's when you commented about the shoe throwing. I laughed. It was funny. Then I was confused why we were off the air for a bit. Seemed dumb. Satire is difficult to understand. Yeah. So we're in the middle of this show. And I have to be honest with you. I thought my career was over that day. I thought we were done. I thought that we could have been one of the first people. We could have been one of the first people to ever be canceled because this is long before cancel culture. I mean, Perez Hilton read about me, wrote about me saying my children should be taken away. I didn't have any children, at least that I knew of. All this shit was talked about, right? All kinds of shit was fucking thrown. 
lost sponsors, all this kind of stuff, right? So we go on and do this apology show. Now I'll get back to more of the law in here. Because um, as we're sitting there, I, I thought to myself, okay, if this is my last show, and my dad was listening, if this is my last show, I want to be known as the funniest guy going out. And I, I, I said this, but I said it with such conviction that I sold it. So we get to the part in the conversation about the words that they're called. He, she's, shims. Yes, I had to hold back laughter when I heard shim again. It, lady boys. Um, and I stopped the leader of the show while he was talking. I said, now, let me tell you, if you don't think those words hurt, then go up to one of your black friends today at work and call him a, and I said it, hard R. Probably one of the hardest R's I've ever used in my life. That moment, I won that mother over by saying that. And, of course, the leader of the show was backpedaling and saying, oh, Arnie's just saying that to, to show the, how, how hurtful these words are and how bad these words are. And uh, I'll never forget, uh, the show was a, a three-hour non-commercial show, and I had to go to the bathroom as soon as the show was over. Ten o'clock hits, I run to the bathroom. Well, the mom is waiting for me. The mom is waiting for me outside the bathroom and gave me the biggest hug as she was crying. And I, I knew right then and there, hot mama. Fuck your mama. Jasmine says, I laughed when you said that out loud even. I listened faithfully then. Well, <clears throat> I knew at that moment we were going to be okay. We got done with everything. We were told how great the show was, how amazing it was, how powerful the show was. And if you ever ask me what my favorite radio moment is, this is definitely a top two or three. Um, I would talk to my dad two or three times a week. And I got in my truck. And I was driving home, and the phone rang, and it was my dad. He goes, hey, I listened to the show. Hey, I listened to the show today. I said, yeah, what would you think? And he started laughing. He goes, you said, and he said the word, because he's old. He said the word all the time. He goes, oh, my God, you said on the radio. I couldn't stop laughing. And I knew it. There is a darkness in my brain that, A, I could show off some, some, some empathy towards the transgenders then, but also have that hint of comedy thrown in there. It's kind of like paprika. You don't know that you're missing it until it's gone. And, and when, when my dad said that, it, it was like, my my, uh, this is one reason why I always, I miss my dad so much. My dad always knew how to make everything 
perfect when he when he, when he would talk. Uh, Arnie, your dad in person sounds like Harry Carey. Well, he had a, a third or two thirds of his voice box removed in 1980. So my dad sounded like, "Hey, Arnie, hey, Jesus Christ, God damn it, Arnie!" If I had a recording of him, I couldn't play it because I'd be I'd be in tears the whole time hearing his voice. Um, but I sound just I, my my impersonation of my dad is the best impersonation I do. Um. I was about to tell you another dad story. Um, so what you're saying is shims love the M word, probably. Uh, but but when my dad, oh, I know what the story I was going to tell. Um, my dad always knew how to make things just perfect. Uh, when I was in the nut house after I cut my wrists, I was sitting there with it. The, the one moment in my life I regret was the look on my dad's face when he first came in and gave me a hug. I hate that moment. I'm so sorry that moment ever had to happen. It bounced me back into the real world real quickly, though, when I saw him. And we're sitting there, and he looks at me, and my doctor's sitting there, and we're talking, and I'm doing better, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my dad goes, Jesus Christ, you should have just called. I got blood thinners at the house that would have helped you out. And when, when he offered me his blood thinners, I about fell out of the fucking chair. My doctor was repulsed. And the other people, the, the show people that were there, they didn't know what to do. But my dad was laughing. I was fucking dying. I was like, oh, my God, did you just offer me your blood thinners and I tried to cut my wrists? And what makes that moment perfect is I started to laugh and I knew I was going to get better. So if there's ever anybody in your life like that, that, that tra- always talk to those people because maybe you don't get along with them, maybe you don't talk to them that much, but when they say stuff, it makes sense to you and it makes everything better. Those people are so important to have. But, yes, that, that was one of my favorite moments ever working in radio was my dad's response. God, he was funny. Uh, all right, so I, I don't know if this, this kid's going to get expelled, but he's probably going to get expelled because they got video of it. Because can, can we just talk about that real quick? Y'all motherfuckers that pull out your phones and don't call 911 first, let me first say thank you. Thank you for being a coward, but thank you for videoing it for us because otherwise I wouldn't have shit to do during the day. I love the fact that y'all do that. Uh, Ralphie says your dad's stories are great. My 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 dad. I I could look. I could do fucking fifteen hours on my dad, and the funny things that man does, or did, and I wish I still had the pictures. My 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 favorite picture of my dad. Real quick, another dad story. Just one of my one of my. Fa- <laughs> uh, my dad and I used to take these golfing vacations. So anytime I'd go on vacation, I'd be like, where do you want to play, Dad? Because back then I made good money and I didn't care about bills. So um, we, we, we would play really nice golf courses. And we went to, um, Fred says, I wish I had a voice recording of my dad. I wish I had one, too. I mean, I have my dad playing the piano, and I like listening to that every once in a while. Um, but we played up in Coeur d'Alene. 
in Idaho. Tender moment when when the three five ran out of booze. Muhammad Ali throws the keys and tells him to get more. She laughed. He laughed. She beat the shit out of him. Um, we go up there and we we're up there on J- July fifth, which is the day after their season ends, which means we got everything dirt cheap and the weather was perfect. It's a beautiful golf course, beautiful resort. We had this cool room on, like, the 17th floor. We looked over and saw the lake. And if you've ever been up to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, you know that lake. It's a beautiful lake. And I was I was not playing my best golf at that time. I had an issue with the hosel rockets, the S-words, if you will. Golfers, you know the word I'm talking about, and I will not say it. Um, but... When you play this golf course, they give you a golf cart and they give you a four caddy. A caddy rides along with you because it's kind of a, there it was. Uh, <laughs> thank you, V. Coop. Kale, yeah, you got one of my, oh, I hate that word. So uh, they send this caddy with us, this, and, and they call them a four caddy because they don't carry your clubs. They, they just tell you how the putts are going to break, and they do all this kind of stuff, and we got a female four caddy. No big deal. I ain't got a problem with that. Well, then there's Jerry T. States. The T stood for tra-fucking-mendous. We're about the fifth hole of golf course. It's par three, short, short par three. Now I got to go play this course. It's like three hours away. Oh, it, it has a it has an island green where you take a little boat out to the island. It's awesome, great easy golf course though. It's short, and if you're a big hitter, you can tear that course apart. Once again, I was only hitting my woods and my putter well. All those clubs in between, I didn't know where it was going. A couple of clubs might have gotten broke that trip. Just saying. But the first day, we get to the fifth hole, it's par three. I actually hit a good shot, knock it on the green. Dad's on the green. And we all putt out, and we're walking back over to the cart. And our four caddy's just standing there behind the cart. And she's literally three feet away from my father, who's to her right, who is positioned himself against a tree with his left hand as he's holding himself up. And he's using his right hand to piss on the tree. Literally right in front of this female caddy. And of course I got a picture. I don't own that picture anymore, which I wish I did. And I, I, he gets done because I didn't want to stop him. I didn't want him to like turn around and like wiggle it at her. And I, I walked up to her. I said, I'm so sorry. She's like, guys do this all the time. Don't worry about it. He gets in the golf cart, and I said, what the fuck are you doing? What? I said, Dad, you can't whip your cock out and start fucking pissing in front of the chick. Oh, I had to go. What do you, what do you want me to run into the woods? <laughs> when he said, what do, you, do you want me to run into the woods? I just said, fuck it. Just, just stop. Oh, he was the best. I I loved I love talking about my dad on this show. He was so funny. But there you go. 
Those are some those are some quick Friday dad stories for you. All right, let's see. What else do I have planned here? All right, we got rid of that one, so we can delete that story. No, that one's not any good. Quick thinking mermaid narrowly escapes drowning after tail gets caught in aquarium tank. Um, mermaids ain't real. By the way, uh, a woman swimming in a mermaid costume had a narrow escape from drowning after a tail became stuck at the bottom of aquarium during in a shopping mall. The woman, a professional mermaid from South Africa, had seconds to react to her quick thinking and saving her from potentially deadly and tragic situation. Um, one of the best parts about the show is, Arnie, when you talk about your dad, I'm sure most of us can write somehow to our dads. Oh, I hope so. I truly hope so. If you put a tail on and limit your ability to swim, you deserve to drown. Your dad's story reminds me so much of my dad. He was 50 when I was born, so they were pretty much... Yeah, my dad was 46. My dad was 46 when I was born. And man, oh man, he did not hold back. The farting mermaid was better. So, real... uh, Look, I don't mean to knock people on the jobs they got, okay? Is this a job that you run home and you tell mom and dad that you're excited you got? Mom, dad, I would cry. We live in South Africa. Mom... Mom, uh, maybe I can start dating Oscar Pistorius now. I'm not going to do the accent during the whole thing. This chick had something in common with George Floyd. They both ran out of air. Well, now, this is because my brain works different. Um, Does she get fired? Because she took her mermaid fin off. That's how she saved herself. And she showed that she had legs. Now, isn't that going to traumatize some kids? They're going to think, look at the mermaids in there. But, like, is this a job that you go home and brag about having? Like, if you're a mermaid and you're working for, like, Cirque du Soleil, good. You work at a mall. A mall. You're a mermaid at a mall. 46, I, I guess I should broaden my tender age range. Find me a zaddy. <laughs> There's a joke. What do a flat tire and George, have, George Floyd have in common? They're black and out of air. Ariel had a tail and she had legs. It worked for her. Yeah, but she had red hair, and then she was black in another one, so it, it it's all messed up with her. I can't, I can't trust Ariel for anything. We're going to see my daughter at work today. Oh, where does she work? Oh, she works at the mall. Oh, well, how old is she? Oh, she's 25. What does she do there? She's a mermaid. Wow. Didn't you say she graduated from college a couple years? You sure did. Yeah, yeah, she's a mermaid. I mean, do you get, like, a discount at the mall? Hey, do you know who I am? I'm going to go to Sabaro's for lunch. 
Like, how do the mermaids do lunch? Do they get an hour because they eat, and then they have to have a half hour because they can't swim for a half hour after you eat? We all had mamas that told us that. Don't swim for at least a half hour. I still don't know what that meant. Do y'all still tell your kids that? It's a wives' tale. Just telling you it's a wives' tale. I was a lifeguard. It's a wives' tale. Kids are eating chicken finger baskets, fries, down in big red sodas left and right at the water park we worked at, and they were jumping in the damn water. All right, so here's your schedule, ladies. Uh, you're going to work from uh, from noon to 8, eight-hour shift. Uh, you'll get a lunch break in there, but your lunch break is an hour, except that the last half hour you have to sit quietly and not, you know, have your stomach. You need your food to digest before you can swim again. Good God. Mermaid at a mall. How big is that mall? Fuck, they got a, a, a life-size aquarium? What would be a worse gig for a mermaid? City pond, mall, or gas station? Oh, I'm going to go City Pond. City Pond, because everybody that's going to get, at least the gas station, you might get a discount. I go, I, I go gas station, probably the best place. The mall, yeah. and, 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 and this is like an enclosed aquarium. Can you imagine she dead? If she would have drowned? Hopefully they're like school kids there. But I mean, that's just going to put a damper on the holidays, isn't it? She was able to escape. She's going to be fine. Yet she is still a mermaid at a mall. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Last break coming up next.
I just I, I found two stories that I didn't have going into this morning, and now I have them, and I'm, I'm going to do them right now. The Golden Bachelor, I guess, has given out his final silver rose. If you don't know what the Golden Bachelor is, it's a story about a man who's like 72, and he's looking for love. Now, I found a way to make the show better because it's all a bunch of old gals, a bunch of old broads that are fixing to croak. And the gal that he, t- it, 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 by the way, if you recorded it, I'm going to give you a minute here. I'm not going to tell you who he picked in case you haven't watched yet. So here you go. Here, here, I'm, I'm giving you time right now to tune down. Okay, he picked Teresa Nist, who's 70. Oh, he, he got a younger model. Is this the same one that had the hearing aid in? Like, I didn't watch any of this because this was – see, the way you make this show better is how many, how many broads are on there, like 12 broads, and he's got to eliminate them down to one? See, instead of having them all be old codger chicks, you throw one 25-year-old in there. Oh, look, look, let's make her as stereotypical as you can be. Big old hoots. Probably follows every Kardashian and Jenner there is on social media. Leslie had the hearing aid. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know her. Um, anyway, he gave the gal a $40,000 ring, blah, blah, blah. See, I, I want to have the younger gal on there because I think the younger gal is going to get picked every single time. But then I thought, wait a second. Do you know what's going to make this great? I'm going to tell you what's going to make this great. They're going to have to do a golden bachelorette. Now, I would like to be in charge of casting the Golden Bachelors that go along with that. I will go to every nursing home, every convalescent home, every VFW I can find to find the cream of the crop. bunch of fucking old horny dudes you see them popping viagra like tic tacs one guy gets out of the limo the first night with a walker oh i'm all about that you're telling me you wouldn't watch that i know that you would that would be the greatest tv show of all time see and i can only imagine my dad being on that show because my dad was a classy guy. I, I know that I told stories about my dad, but the one thing that, that 
that just fucking grossed me out, and I find myself doing it now, too. I don't do it as gross as he does. Never done it the way he does, because he used to gross me out with this. I can imagine my dad being on this show as one of the bachelors. They'd all be dressed like Cousin Eddie, thinking they were styling. Oh, and my dad would be leading the charge. My dad would go out to a romantic meal with one of these gals. He'd probably have a fucking hot dog. And after his second, third, or fourth cup of coffee at dinner, because old people can drink coffee at 10 o'clock at night, he's going to do this. And, and and let me just say this. If my dad was on the show, I could... I guarantee. My dad would do this. They're at this fancy dinner. My dad... Oh, this is so nasty. Would pop out his teeth. Because, of course, he got some food lodged in there. And then at the table, he would go... And then... To make it even worse, he would take that top set of teeth and dunk them in his coffee like they were a donut and then put them back in his mouth. You're telling me that wouldn't be fucking ratings gold? The old man gets out of the limo. He's got pee dribble stains on his trousers. Oh, Oh, that would make it magical. The, the Golden Bachelorette needs to happen, and they need to cast me. They need for me for the cast. Arnie, the Gold Bachelorette, I promise you there's no cream left in those people. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I want that to happen so good. Your dad would show up for beach day wearing black socks with garters on it. My dad never wore the garters. Oh, he would have socks on. My dad wasn't blessed with the the big, gigantic calves that I have, so his socks would stay up. So odd that old people, when I was a kid and drank coffee after dinner, I'm old and I can't have coffee after 3 p.m. Oh, my my dad was a lead. My dad would have coffee before, before he went to bed. Oh, man. My dad never got why it was funny that Herb Tarlick dressed the way he did on WKRP or Cousin Eddie. And I'm not kidding you. I'm going to tell you this. This is a hand-to-God story here, and I I, I don't tell this one very often. Um, I don't think I've ever told this story. My dad got the biggest kick out of this. Uh, And my parents used to take me to rated R movies. Derek's got to go, ass family. Have a great weekend. Hey, you too with your granddaughter and newest ass family member. Hold on a second. Hold on one second here. Um, Let me say good morning to her because I I hope that she's listening, um, Derek. But uh, please, please say uh, good morning and uh, welcome to Everly Ray Olson, the newest ass family member out there. Coffee at bedtime. Jerry was a fucking legend. Oh, he was. I mean, I mean, and it was Folgers. 
we we had a hard standing rule when I when I started to make money and I got to buy new cars or a new car. That motherfucker could not bring his goddamn coffee in my truck because he'd spill it and that shit would stink like Folgers. Oh, and shit, I read your text earlier and I meant to do this for you, Derek. Ass family, tomorrow is Derek's birthday. Derek. Happy to All right, and we can't leave you out here, Derek. Well, look, my wife has a rule mm-hmm. in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy right, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Becca. Happy birthday, dear Valerie. No, Derek. Happy birthday to you. I would have let you get away with Becca. But come on. Derek, have a great birthday, my friend. Have a great weekend, buddy. Um, getting back to the the Bachelor and and, and old men on the ba- old men on the Bachelor. I'm telling you, that's a ratings juggernaut. It's going to be sponsored by Gold Bond because all those guys' balls are going to be hanging out of their boxers. Can you imagine them at pool day? Today we're going to do some <laughs> some water aerobics. All these old people with those those freely like one pound weights in the water doing their water aerobics. Oh, that's gonna be must see TV. One of the old guys gets out of the pool, his balls are hanging down to his knees. They have to they have to digitalize it out. I think that would beat sixty minutes. Every old man in America would watch that show hoping that that guy is going to get to bang that chick. Now, here's what we have to do, though. We're going to have to do (laughs) an extensive health check because... You see, just like The Bachelorette and all those guys that are on that show for The Bachelorette, they're all after one thing, and that's that—that's that—that—that's the putty. Hey, they're after the booger, okay? Most of those guys aren't looking to settle down. They're in their 20s. They're good-looking, fit fellas. They're looking to slay ass, okay? That's what they're looking to do. And by the way... If all these old guys on the show, they're looking to either slay ass or find somebody to die with. And this is why we have to do the extensive health check. Because if the gal's in good health, and let's say she meets a feller on that show, and we know that the we know that some bad stuff has gone down. Oh yeah, the old hoopty doopty has been done on The Bachelor. How great would that be if if one of the guys died in the middle of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just died. Right in the middle of sex. right? Or as, as they would be calling it, coitus. <laughs> Stop the cameras. 
Stop the cameras. I'd be like, keep filming. My dad spilled everything. He had a stroke and lost feeling in his left side, but would admit it. He was left-handed when he passed. My sisters were horrified with all the cigarette burn holes in his chair and his bed. Thank God for fire safe cigs, LOL. I love your sense of humor. I'm dying. Oh, God damn, it would be so great to see an old person die on TV having sex. That's it, Arnie. We need to plan a trip to Florida, head down to the villages, and hold some tryouts. Hoosier style. (laughs) That would be so amazing. Oh, man. So there you go. We, we, we have a golden bachelorette now, or we, we should. Um, Steph sent me a text. This is an interesting text. Um, I, I hope you don't mind me reading this, Steph. Um, since everyone likes storytelling on the show, have uh, you thought about doing a segment on your show on how you met all of us, uh, the more popular people in the ass family, like Braddy Kid, Dave Co., etc.? No, I've never done that. I, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Um, most of them, like, like, like you, Stephanie, I know that you stalked me for a while. Kidding. (laughs) Stephanie and I became friends on Facebook. We started talking. We've hit it off. We've been great friends ever since. She came to my stand-up show, went to the after party. It was fantastic. A a person who I, I truly, truly admire, um, Braddy Kid was the same way. Uh, Listen to the show. I, I met a lot of y'all through the show. And y'all stuck around because you like this depraved sense of humor where I have old people dying on ABC. That is funny. I was just talking about that the other night. There are only a few people that are not here since day one of the podcast. I know. It's amazing. Arnie and I met at a trans rally. Dave Coe also stalked me. Yeah. I remember Dave Coe, uh, Dave Coe was listening to the show. He had listened to the old show, and I remember he called from Arkansas, and he brought me all kinds of cool Whataburger stuff. Dave Coe, great. I love the Ass Family. Like, like I, I've had listeners for 20 years in the Ass Family. I know that y'all were part of the other show. Y'all are the best. That show don't know what they lost when they lost y'all. I was talking about the first ass family barbecue we had in Auburn. It was for my birthday. Yeah, Brandon Kid and, and, and the uh, the Spawn showed up. They had cases of Dr. Pepper after playing a softball tournament. Had to drive all the way there. I remember that. Alicia was there. Her husband Blake was there. I mean, it, the the ass family is so awesome, and, and I love seeing y'all at the. Uh, at the stand-up shows, and I love talking with y'all after the shows. I have so much fun with you guys. Oh, shucks, Arnie, we love you too. Will you ever let us know what happened? Todd got mad. That's all I know. He got mad, and he just took his ball and went home. Sassy Pammy says we love you, Arnie. Adam J. made us margaritas. Adam J., great dude. Adam J. living in Mexico right now. I'm sure he's listening. He's probably just not logged on and chatting. Buenos dias, amigo. I miss you, buddy. Cowboys Girl, I stalked you too. Met your first comedy show. Then years later, went to lunch at Hooters. Never shared our picture together out of respect for you. Thank you. 
I have guilt that I just started listening to your podcast this year. Love the show. It's okay, safety guy. Triple T. Superstar. Uh, Todd got a set of uh, shitty music choices. I do miss Todd. He was always so pissy. Christopher. I, I've been I've, I've met a lot of great people through this show and, and through all my radio shows, and I'm very thankful about that. And whenever I talk to my dad at night and I say my prayers, I always, I always say a little prayer for all the ass family members. Tim and Nicole, good Lord. Tim and Nicole, uh, I can't say that I have favorite listeners, but man, oh, man. Uh, Todd got mad because he, he, us girls didn't find his dick pics that good. <laughs> Be Coop said. Um, but man, oh man, like like when I when I would say I was going to be someplace, y'all would show up. So it, it it was fantastic. I remember doing that show at that brewery in Sacramento. Che was there. I miss Che. I don't know what happened to him. I know what Todd got mad. It was trivial and stupid. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but I'm sure when you used to do Ghetto White Trash or the other, I sent in a picture of a small car with a chicken wire as windows. It was ruled ghetto because there were no chickens in the car. You were the best on the show. It took me a while to find the podcast. I always Google search you over the years to see what you're up to. Finally found you. No, this isn't a goodbye speech at all. No, not at all. We're just reminiscing. Can says, I've been listening for years when you were on the other one. I remember my best friend and I went to the mall and made an AIG sign and had our picture taken with the Easter Bunny. Those of you that don't know Arnie is a fantastic soul, one of the nicest people I know. Sorry, Arnie, but it's true. That's okay. Timmy and Nicole are my favorites. And and, and look, Timmy and Nicole are, I love Timmy. Timmy and Nicole are like the life of a live event. If you've never been to one of my live events, I promise I'm doing one next year. I promise. I am going to do a live show next year. And you have to go because Timmy and Nicole will be there. And Timmy is Scottish, which means Timmy will probably be wearing a kilt. And if you've ever seen that picture on my social media page with the person wearing one of my shirts that says fan of ass on the back and his ass crack is hanging out, that's Timmy. And they bring so much life to every event. Oh, my God. Next year is like 30 days, bro. Holding you to it. Oh, it'll be sometime next year. 12-1-23. Arnie will have a new show in 2024. Timmy and Nicole are the life of the party. They really are. They really are. I mean, we, we've, we've had some, like, doing this. I, I love doing the stand-up shows because I love writing, and I, I love it. I will tell you this. I love radio. Because I can be me and I can talk the way I want to talk, or at least podcasting-wise, on stage. And I learned this by doing, we, we would, on the old, old show, every once in a while we would do a live show. We would go out, and it was a pain in the ass because a lot of times we'd lose our phones. And our phones really made the show great because a lot of people called in. And... Certain people didn't like doing the lives. I never had a problem being on stage. Never, ever had a problem being on stage. Um, but at live shows, when I would say something, whether it was an out or a cue or a joke to get us out, 
and I got that instant feedback. You want to talk about intoxicating? I could I, I could drink a bottle of Jack Daniels and, and and as having it to wash down about twelve Norcos. And when that kicks in in about fifteen minutes, it's still nowhere near as intoxicating as being on stage when the first joke hits and everyone laughs. That's the that's the that's the feeling that I chase on a daily basis. I love the instant feedback I get from the mixer board. I've told this story before. When I first started this show, I made sure I had two phone lines because I thought a lot of people would call. I didn't know that Mixler had a message board. And the message board has been the life savior of this show. Because you don't have to wait on hold. You don't have to have the phone ring 35 times. If you're in an office setting and you can't call, you can type in. And when you guys tell me that you spit out your coffee or something, dude, that makes my day. That, I mean, that truly makes my day. It's like, it's, it's like when a, a bad cop gets to beat somebody. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you hear that, Arnomaniacs? That's why the show is so good, brother. It's the hard work, the vitamins, the prayers, the vitamins, I mean the Copenhagen, brother. What you going to do, brother, when Arnomania runs wild on you? Colin Jameson, since 03 for me with the first show. Jameson, since a little over five years ago. Jameson's my man. Dip your Copenhagen, drink your Dr. Pepper, and you can be Arnomaniac Christopher. Be cooped just because Brett always offered to watch my dog doesn't mean I had to love him. <laughs> now, we've had some... We've had some characters on this show. We have. I mean, we mentioned Todd. We've talked extensively about ECV Gary. And then there was Brett, of course. Uh, I didn't know you had a podcast for a while, but once I found it, I've been loyal ever since, yes. Uh, Your ad says, I've listened since the good old days, then left that when Arnie moved on. Then we went to lunches in Reno, and I went to his live show downtown, met Timmy and Nicole, and I will say I can sometimes be the female Arnie in many ways. It's weird. And we went, went to lunch with Nicole, yeah. When you started, I lived in uh, Mageland and only caught the show at 2 a.m. on occasion. Had to listen to the website afterwards. The Mixler board is my favorite feature on the show. It makes me feel like more of a participant than just a listener, and that's why I love it. I truly do love it. You're out heckling Arnie at Calneva. Ken Dog. There's my man, Ken Dog. There is no just Ken. The message board is what makes this show unique, and the fact that you read almost every post is great. Well, hey, man, you guys are going to take the time to read or write them. I'm going to try to take the time to read them. I know I don't read them all. I try to read as many as I can. ECV Gary likes to touch kids. Yes. Uh, we had internet stalkers and kid-friendly listeners. Amen. Never done stand-up, but stood in roundtable meetings with dozens of suits and gave hour-long speeches with a dip in. After five minutes, I would have them rolling. Nothing better. Ooh, Mark in Detroit. Uh, the Rev. Who? Uh, Brett was in love with Sassy Pammy. That, that is true. You're out. That was a great show. The first one in Reno. And walk-up music rules. Damn right it does. What about that guy that heckled you at your first show in Reno? I, I don't even remember. I think 
I know that people have walked out of my shows. You don't want to heckle me. I, I try I tried to avoid hecklers. And, and the reason why I avoid hecklers is because you're going to piss me off. And if you piss me off when I'm trying to be funny, then I'm going to be pissed off funny. And I'm going to tear you apart. I'm not going to stop. Um, he didn't like Harry, but Jesus Christ. But no, I mean, John Wayne. Yeah, during, uh, Bucket says, Arnie's doing Avril Lavigne was classic, always died laughing. Oh, I sometimes bring Avril back. Every once in a while, celebrities will make their way into the show. If, if I had a throat because I've been sick all week, I, I would I would probably do Avril right there, but I can't do it because I, I wouldn't be able to pull it off today. I can barely do my dad's voice today. Avril would take it out of me. But, yeah, I mean, this is why I enjoy, I enjoy doing this show so much because I can talk right to you. And I don't have to worry about the there, – there used to be such a uh, – and it was about 50-50 in radio. There was such a hatred for people that recognized listeners when they called in because it made you sound small. And I understood that to a point. But I'll say it every fucking time. My talent opened the door for me. My talent said, Please come in. You guys have kept me because you guys find my humor funny and acceptable. Well, most of the time. You guys are the reason I come in. I, I, I come in to make people laugh. That's, that, that's my drug of choice now is your laughter. And, and honestly, I have to say that uh, this show inspired me. It was a few years ago when I was in Reno when I first started the show. That I set a new goal in my life. Whenever I go to a, if I'm in a store or something, I always try to leave people in a better mood than I than than I found them. And I'll say something self-deprecating, something to make people laugh. And when they laugh, I can walk out and go, I made their day better. And that's because of this show. Because we're all childish. That's the best part. We can have our growing up moments. We can talk serious politics on this show. We can get in arguments over whatever. But we all still like dick and fart jokes. Let, let, let's just tell the truth. Bills are paid with dick and fart jokes. Uh, when I first met you at your comedy show, you were uh, talking up and ran up all excited. I was young, pretty. Scab turned to me and said something like, not you, I want to meet Arnie. <laughs> nice. What impressed me is you take the time to meet and talk with everyone there, including your marathon in Roseville. The marathon in Roseville was a fun night, and uh, it was funny because – I, I talked to Dan the other day, and Dan called into the show the other day. And I remember I remember Dave Coe was part of that show. A lot of us were a part of that 29-hour show I did by myself. Yep, never again. Sorry. You ain't going to get that shit again. That killed me. Some of us can. Others enjoy their toys and go home, not naming any names. Yeah. 
I like that we all share the same deprived form of comedy. I found my people. Yes, you did. You are always welcome here. Uh, I, I listened to almost the whole thing because I was flying to Mongolia that day. Wow, that's a long flight. And and V Coop, uh, one of one of my most cherished possessions is from him, and it hangs up in my studio. Uh, it's a, a flag that was flown over a mission, and I do believe that my name was written on some of the uh, um, what should I call them the uh, the things that were dropped on the bad people. And I'm very very proud of that, and it it, it hangs up very very high in my studio. You guys are the best. Uh, any chance we can pre-schedule Tommy for an election day coverage show? Oh, you know I'll do it. Because Tommy was on the last election. Uh, of course, I'll, I love to have Tommy on. During, look, here's the truth about Tom. <clears throat> if I could get like 20 sponsors and they're all paying me, you know, decent money, I, I would hire Tommy. I would pay him to be here because doing the show with Tommy, it, it my my dream guest hosts, I have a few that would be here full-time. Well, I only have two that I'd want full-time, and that's Dan or Tommy. Braddy Kid's great every once in a while. Don't, I, 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 I didn't want to get chubby. You didn't mention me. I would love if Vader ever called into the show. Uh, I'm going to send a, a text to Pat Martin. I'm going to try to get Pat Martin on that last week before Christmas. Uh, by things they drop on people, do you mean freedom balloons? Yes. Yes, Christopher. And I tell you what, let, let, let me let me take this time out. And I know I spend a lot of time bragging on Christopher. Christopher is one of, by, by far, the nicest people I've ever met. And he goes out of his way to review these movies for us. And I appreciate you. He doesn't know how much I appreciate it because he sees some shit that I'm not going to see. And he does an amazing job. And anytime, and here's the thing, Christopher doesn't mind if other people want to review movies because other people, it rises reviewed movies. Some other people, I, I think, was it Stink Fist or was it V? Or, might have been Chaz, man. Somebody reviewed a movie also. And we love it. I love it. But Christopher does a bang-up job every single time, and I can't thank Christopher enough. Um, I didn't want to leave him out there. Drives up from Fresno to go to my show. God, he lives in Fresno, too. How has he not been shot at least four times? Getting to meet all the new people. I, I, this is what I, I look forward to. The people like Mage, who, who I found in the last year. All these people that have found me in the last year or so. I look forward to meeting y'all. I think it's awesome. I have a lot of fun. I reviewed a fellow plaster about the priest who turns into a velociraptor and teams with a hooker. Epic. Velocipastor. <laughs> Does it touch young dinosaurs? Oh, all right. Back to the show a little bit here. 
got about 15, 20 minutes left. I'll get a plane ticket to wherever. I let hey, believe me when it when when that show because like I said, I've been working on new material. Of course, I'm gonna tell you the story, the story, the story that everybody wants to know, and then I'm gonna throw in some new material, and I'm gonna talk to. I I found that uh, one of the last shows I I did a, a St. Patrick's Day show. And uh, dear friend Cindy was on that show. And I remember doing that show, and I was in the green room getting ready. <laughs> Here's a funny, this is a, back, this is a funny story. Uh, I might have told this one once. Uh, so Carlos Rodriguez, who's an amazing comedian who works in Las Vegas, who I met in Sacramento. I met Carlos a long time ago, and Carlos has always been a cool guy. Uh, when I did my first stand-up show, the one that ended up at the Silver Legacy, that broke all records, by the way. Just want to point that out. I remember that I had to do my show. I, I, I went to Just for Laughs in Old Town, Sacramento. I'm a, it might be time to introduce everyone to Whore Island. We can get you a plane ticket there anytime. New people probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes, you're out wants to buy an island and just leave the world behind her and call it Whore Island. Um, but Carlos, uh, I, I remember I had to uh, try out. I didn't have to try out, but I had these four comedians judge me. Carlos was one of them. The headliner that week, some Scottish fellow who turned out not to even be Scottish. He was a liar. Some female comedian. And Mikey Winfield. Mikey Winfield from America's Got Talent. They all sat down and they listened to my hour stand-up show. I did an hour stand-up show. And we brought our, uh, it was an hour and a half. Well, who's counting? Um, we put all of our biggest clients, all, all our biggest advertisers we invited to this afternoon show. We did it at just for laughs at like noon. And I did uh, the Too Fat to Stand Up show. And I killed. It was great. And then those four sat me down and they critiqued it. Now, the headliner, the Scottish guy, hated radio people who tried to do comedy. Because he said comedians are funnier than radio people. And I had to point out to him, which I did, that I have to come up with new material every day. So, keep trying. The female judge, because we used to have this bit on the show, or I'm sorry, this segment on the show, where we said females couldn't be funny. And that was the first thing that she said to me. She goes, I would critique you, but you know, I've heard that women can't be funny. And that was pretty much her entire critique. She was just a fucking cunt. Total cunt. I'll, ne I'll never forget that. That... I and, 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 you know, at the time, I was like, wow, what a bitch. But now, I mean. That's a huge bitch. It, it really is. Now, I just, I, I, I would just like to. It's a trophy. See, it says, cunt of the year. That's you. Oh, I'm sure they do, V Coop. <laughs> pays for stitches. Um. And then Mikey Winfield from America's Got Talent, he actually gave me a, a, a very honest and, 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 oh, and there was another guy, Shane Biscuits Murphy. He was another, there were five judges. 
And I couldn't take what Shane said seriously because he was a big fan of the show. So he thought it was all gold. And I was like, okay, thank you. Mikey was, he, he gave me some great tips and I infused those. And then Carlos. Carlos gave me great tips, and Carlos and I, uh, we lost kind of touch, and then we, we, we met up a couple times, and Carlos and I have been friends ever since then. He's killing it in Las Vegas right now, and he's a guy I root for. But man, oh, man, that, that, that first stand-up show was so much fun to do. Uh, hey, Arnie and Ass family, I've listened since the good old days on other shows. Finally found you about a year ago on Apple Podcasts in the last six months on Mixler. Today has hit me. It feels so. I finally created an account. Looking forward to chiming in on occasion. Keep up the dick and fart jokes. Well, Ski Bum, we will do that, my friend. Oh, Ski Bum, if, you, if you're here around enough to get walk-up music, I already know what it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be from Hot Dog the Movie. I had sunny side up. I had sunny side down. I had sunny side all around. If you've never seen Hot Dog the Movie, I'm sorry that your father never loved you as much as mine did. That's right. So since I've just thrown this broadcast out, another dad story. One thing that I always, I knew this was coming, Hot Dog. <laughs> um, whenever I'd be on vacation from school, whether it be summer break or Christmas break, Dad and I would always go to at least one or two movies. And this is probably another reason why I love going to the movies so much. It reminds me of him. We would usually go to like a, a Pizza Hut buffet because grew up in Texas. We didn't have round table. So we go to Pizza Hut buffet, and then we, we, we would go to the movies. And every other time, I would get to pick. And my dad picked some really terrible movies. But but all the movies my dad picked, there always was fucking, <laughs> there was always full frontal nudity in it. <laughs> we saw a movie, the Rebecca De Mornay classic film, Black Widow. If you've never seen it, don't. It's not a very good movie. And it's not appropriate for a 13-year-old. So, that year I decided, hey, Dad, I get to pick this movie. He's like, yeah, you get to pick the music. And I picked Hot Dog. And I'll never, I'll never, ever forget. When I told somebody, like, like a teacher or something, yeah, my dad took me to Hot Dog the movie. They're like, your father took you to that movie? God damn. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, there was all kind of nudity in that, too, because fucking Artie didn't play either. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and, and look, if I can, if Christopher and I can save y'all from going to see a shitty movie or watching a terrible fucking TV show or a terrible thing on Netflix, that's why I try to watch so much stuff so y'all don't have to. I am looking forward to the TED premiere on Peacock in January. Netflix has got some cool-looking stuff coming out. I saw an ad for a show that stars that guy, Sebastian Manicosto, or the comedian. I'm not sure if I like him or not. 
I like his style, but I don't know if he's really that funny. Or if it's his shtick. If that's what makes him funny. Is he like the Italian Larry the Cable guy? I don't know. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Mr. J says, I want to thank the Mikey Cod uh, podcast for telling me about your show, which only happened because a shitty company fired that damn show. Cindy, Ruby, and Roscoe, all great co-hosts, too. Oh, Ruby. Ruby's one of my favorite. Oh, man. That bums me out. Oh, well. Uh, I can't stand him not funny at all. <coughs> mm. Yeah, uh, look, my... Uh, Mikey's the only reason why I'm not in prison today. (coughs) (coughs) Pardon me. Mikey was my saving grace when I had to work with dog shit and jerk off. I would show up to work at 10 o'clock for a 3 o'clock show so I could write their parts for them because they weren't talented. And by the way, they still aren't talented. But they're beating another show, which makes me laugh. By the way, the Eagles got a new show now. And it's funny because this guy does not like me. But I'm going to be the bigger person here. For all of you Sacramentoites out there, um, <clears throat> you know that Pat Martin retired, and he was doing the morning show on the Eagle. Pat Martin, who's probably the best broadcaster I ever worked with, Dwight Lung, yeah, I've got it already. Um, but he retired, so they had to replace it. And I just saw in one of the trade magazines recently um, that they were getting a new afternoon show. And it's a guy named Ken Anthony. Now, real quick, I'm going to take you down the hole here. Ken Anthony was the consultant that found Scab and I. Ken Anthony is the guy who made, who gave us all the ideas to, to build up the show and do all the good stuff. Um, and he's going to be doing. He's he's going to be in charge of the station now, and he's going to be doing afternoons. And Ken Anthony is a great guy. I don't know when he starts uh, on Eagle, but uh, I wish him nothing but good luck and Godspeed. Now he likes me. Ken Anthony still likes me, and I love Ken Anthony. Ken Anthony's great friends with Vader. I mean, it's such an incestual fucking world of radio. But the new morning show. It's going to be somebody who didn't like me. I don't know if he still doesn't like me or not. I don't care. I, I, I don't have any ill will towards him. Um, it's a by, guy by the name of Justin Case. Now, if you guys know your history of the old show, you know that we replaced a show that was in Sacramento for a long time called The Rise Guys. And the original Rise Guys were Justin and Whitey. And then they brought Phantom on. And then Justin left, and Chris Rice went on, and then they decided their ratings weren't that good, and so they let him go. And then they brought in the juggernaut known as us, and we destroyed every record that was ever set in Sacramento, and those records are still there to this day. Look them up. And he had nothing but bad things to say about us back then. But I am saying congratulations to Justin. Good luck to you, my friend. Godspeed. 
I hope you destroy the market there. I really do. I thought you were going to say Don Geronimo. Yeah, fuck Don Geronimo. That guy's a fucking cunt. Rise guys always hated that name. Hey, they it, look. I ain't got. No, I, I never listened to them. I they they had look. I I understand why they had beef with us. Well, I don't really understand it because they weren't pulling the numbers. They got replaced by us. They had beef with us. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. We'll take your mediocre ratings. Yeah, you might have been number one a few times. That's great. You weren't number one for nine years in a row. Congratulations, Justin, but your name is stupid as fuck. I hate people that do that shit with their names. Hate it. Can't stand it. But whatever. Hey, like I said, like I said, I'm here to wish him luck today, and this is this is genuine. This is 100% real. I am wishing him luck. I hope he does well. It's bad to hold on to things. Please tell us how you real feel about Don Geronimo. Don Geronimo tried to make my life fucking hell. Fuck that guy. That was a guy who I used to admire. Motherfucker cuts and fucking splices shit and sends it to Boston the day of the Boston bombing at the at the at the ma- uh, marathon, saying that we were making fun of it. And I had program directors from Alaska, Fresno, and Reno all call me in the same day. Two of which had their GMs call me and said, Arnie, you said nothing wrong. We've listened to your unedited tape. You said nothing wrong. I tried to bring levity to the situation. I was making light of I don't even remember what I said because it was it was so weird to see a bomb go off at the Boston Marathon. And that motherfucker tried to drag us down. And I used to say this about Don Geronimo and, and my, Don and Mike in the afternoon. It was an afternoon show based out of Washington, D.C. And I love those guys. Those guys were hysterical together. And I couldn't listen to them because they were so good, I would want to steal from them. They made me better by making me not listen to them. Because they were fucking funny. But then that motherfucker did that to me. Fuck him. Right in the fucking pussy. Did your first wedding DJ ever make it big with his CD of original music? I hope not. I don't think so. I don't even remember that guy's name. Fucking Christ. Hey, I heard you're on radio. Here's my CD. Thanks, pal. Thanks for all your Garth Brooks covers. That's pretty much where they were. Wow. Done your research on me, huh? You see that I hate fucking Garth Brooks, and you're going to give me your original album, an original album of Garth Brooks covers. I want you to think about that. I want you to, because words matter, right? Oh, this is my original CD of Garth Brooks covers. It can't be original then, dummy. Here are my original jokes that were once told by Red Fox. What? What? Well, I'd like to announce, uh, the first to announce, the United States. I tell you what, that motherfucker, that check would have been stopped if I would have heard the goddamn chicken dance. Mm-mm. I should have known right then and there. I know. I know. I know. I know. Should have known. I should have known. 
when I didn't even get one of pigs in a blanket that day. Satana was part of the band. She blew on a trombone in a Hooters bathroom. Oh, evildoer. And through it all. You know, it, it's funny. And I'm going to end the show today with this here. Another little truth. You know what? And, and, and we're going to do something special today. We'll end the show with this. I usually always end the show uh, with George Strait. But instead, I'm going to end it different today. Um, talked a lot about my dad today. And the first song that we ever played on this show, which also hangs up very high in my studio, I have the, uh, the audio wave. Like when you record something online and you see the waves and you see it there. Uh, my dear friend Ruby, co-host of this show, uh, a person that interned at the radio station who was just an awesome, awesome. And, and, and Ruby has just, she's turned into to, to a super mom to two great kids. She's got an awesome husband. And I know that they listen. I know the husband listens because he's a conservative. God bless him. Devin, you're the man. Um, she sent me a picture of this, this, uh, this music wave, and it's of My Way by Frank Sinatra, and it's the first song I ever played on the show because it reminded me of an old story of my dad. Um, there was a time in the old show's history, the old, old show, when there was just two of us, that a certain member of the show had very, very high blood pressure because of stress, possibly drinking, um, and also had a hernia and passed out live on the air. And he was forced to take a week off from the show, but we couldn't take a week off because we were in ratings. And in Rado, they only did ratings twice a year, so we couldn't afford to miss any time. So I held down the fort, and I had guest hosts in every day. Sitting here designing, that was the fastest three hours. Call me when the show's over. I just need another hour or so. Uh, 4D5 Printing Loves Ass. Have a great weekend, y'all. USA. Um, and I'll never forget that th- this song came on. Uh, where's that? Is it, is it this one? The world is it a is. vampire. Because back in the day, we played a lot of music. And that song was wrapping up. It was about right there where we were, you know, we were coming back. And then, of course, you hit the... Know the, uh, you know, uh, 66.3 FM, good morning, it is uh, the morning show, uh, Arnie's here, and uh, and when I said Arnie's here, my dad pipes in, he goes, hey, who is that? And I said, that, that, was, uh, that was Smashing Pumpkin's dad. He goes, oh, Jesus Christ, that sucked. Do you have any Frank Sinatra? And back then, you weren't supposed to talk bad about the music. So I'm laughing my ass off, and and my dad's co-hosting the show with me. And I think about that song, 
uh, about the song My Way, and the words mean so much to me, especially having played it on this show as the very first song to ever play on this show. But the things that, that we as the Ass family and me have had to stand up to over the past seven years, we've gotten through it all together. And I couldn't have done it without you. And, and, and I, I know I haven't said a lot about this person, but there's one person out there who's gotten me through a lot. And I can't, I, I, bratty kid, you're amazing. And I know that you've been through a lot and, uh, it, it's been a hell of a ride and, and I can't keep the way, uh, look, we'll be back on Monday. That's the best news. We'll be back on Monday. So until then, ass family, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And it's Friday. It's Friday, which means you're probably going to go out this weekend. Maybe it'll get a little snooted. Don't don't try to pick a fight with a wine rack anywhere you go. Please don't do that. Also, don't try to drive home. Please get yourself a Lyft, get an Uber, get a cab, get a designated driver, get home because I want you back on Monday for a new show, all right? So until Monday, Ass Family, have a great weekend, and adios, everybody. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear. I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full. I traveled each and every highway and more, much more than this. I did it my I've had a few But then again Too few to mention I did What I had to do Saw it through Without exemption I planned Each charted course Each careful step along the byway And more, much more than this I did it my way Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off more than I could chew But through it all, when there was doubt, I ate it up and spit it out. I faced it all, and I stood tall and did it my way. I've loved, I've laughed and cried. I've had my fill, my share of losing, 
And now, as tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that. And may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no, not me. I did it my way For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself Then he has not To say the things He truly to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is... The Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.